real news. Honest and fun political talk weekly on the line 90.7 FM. We are back here with real news uh, back in our uh, not usual location, but we're still transmitting. What's Uh, up, everybody? What is up, everybody? <laughs> Dick Terrafield's in the house. That's Got right. Got your host, Sean, as always. And we have Mr. Alex on the other end. What's going on live from the Fuhrer bunker? All right. Here, <laughs> right now, we just got some breaking news. Breaking news out of CNN, right? Uh, Rarely wait, do we cite CNN, but Go yeah. ahead. Take it away, Sean. Okay. So we just got a notification while sitting here setting up that Jesse Smollett, the Empire actor that was claiming he was attacked by two... Uh, basically Trump supporters. Uh, Chicago police are now saying that they think that he paid the two attackers. And we've been speculating that this has been a fake hate crime. Many people have, but even the cops are now saying they think he paid them off because the two guys that attacked him, they got two suspects and they're two Nigerian brothers. <laughs> so isn't one of, wasn't one of them an, a freaking extra on the show? Yeah, yeah one like, of them is related to the show. Oh. And I don't know about you, but I haven't met many black white supremacists. So I, I doubt that that was the case here. But he well, was well, originally... apparently Milo is a Jewish British white supremacist. Oh, yeah. I I, yeah. Yeah. And he, he hates black people. Obviously. Yeah. Apparently it's... he's married to one, but he hates black people. But yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. See, that that makes things really interesting in the bedroom, though. You have to think on that angle. <laughs> what? Don't be using me like hate fucking him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he, he hates him so much he fucking uh, vowed to spend the rest of his life with him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's like uh, what was it that uh, movie with the two brothers who were like using silencers and shit and the Boondock Saints, like with the gay guy who was calling people like gay. Oh yeah, actually- <laughs> oh yeah. No, he was using a different word. Yeah, he used the um, um, f word. We shall yeah. say. I, I get, I get annoyed as, f- I get annoyed as fuck with the with the Twitter ver- Twitter world, you know, cause at, like all the, like when the, you know, when the first, when the story first came out with, with Jesse, it was like, I, I mean, they were quick to back him up. Oh, they yeah. were like, Oh, he's this, this still exists. I think AOC fricking said something on Twitter. Um, the whole thing was just, it, it, it didn't even sound right. Like uh, as we were piecing it together, yeah. we were saying, something it right. it's not, it's not adding up. And then, so, you know, we do what, you know, normal logical people do. We wait and we wait for the, for the further information, uh, because like what at the going right now is what nine out of 10 times, nothing that's getting reported initially is accurate with anything that goes on afterwards so uh, see i think we really need to go and take stock at how many of these fake hate crimes actually occur because this is becoming like a big problem like trump should go and establish like you know the democrats established you know this russia collusion which was fake so why isn't trump going to establish a a committee to go investigate fake hate crimes because i'm sure a lot more evidence for fake hate crimes being orchestrated by the democrats and he will that the republican party was in yeah, and the other important thing, because like you hear a lot of lefties keep saying, "Oh, hate crimes are on the rise under Trump," but fake hate crimes are also on the rise. So you know, it, it, it's funny where they get these numbers from. But this guy in particular, like I remember when the attack happened, he was claiming that the two men, you know, they said like racist and homophobic slurs at him, 
But then, like, they, he claims that they poured some sort of, you know, substance on him. I I think Did he say they put a, he put like a noose around his neck or something oh, yeah. like that? I never know. No. <laughs> I, I, I now of course, you know, like like uh, the 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 black friends that I have talked to said there is no way in hell they will ever let a a, a white person put a noose around their neck. They would rather die cuz that's like a, a that would that's considered like a supreme insult and for them it was like no there's no way there's no way i would do it. i'd rather die than let you put that shit on me yeah but, like I, it's just the whole thing just sounded sh shaky as fuck and like and lo and behold now look if so if this if this breaking story is true um yikes yeah. <laughs> yikes for that guy and, and everybody and, and i noticed that um I noticed that Fox was like really quick to go because one of the rumors was, oh, he's being written off the show. Yeah, that's what I heard. And yeah. then he came, and then Fox came like right after that and was like, no, we're, we're we stand by him. You know, they're they're giving the the company, the company angle, and I'm like, look, the the statement made by Fox, it was like it means nothing. Like, yeah, it's a typical like corporate, corporate response. Yeah. Like, try, like if some more stuff goes down, they're not going to be the these big corporations aren't going to be afraid to drop anybody like so. Yeah. It, I don't know. It, yeah. And then the other thing is that he had this like rope around his neck. And the only reason we knew that is because the cops found him that way. Wouldn't you, wouldn't the first, if this happened, wouldn't the first thing you would do is take that fucking thing off? Like, why would you leave it around your neck? Well, see, like, not like to be the devil's advocate, maybe say, hey, cops, look at this, see if you can get some prints or, you know, see what's going on with this. But yeah, I'd take a picture of it and then I'd keep the rope. That's what I would do. Yeah. But yeah, no, I think there really needs to be some more work, like looking into this and seeing what work, like seeing who paid them to do this. Cause I think this is like a ploy by the Democrats, honestly. Like, I, I think it's too far above the actor just to go and like orchestrate this. You know, he might go and say someone did, but have no evidence. I don't think he'd go around like hiring these Nigerian people to do that. You know, it, I think that there's some deeper um, structural, like, organizations that are pulling the strings on these operations. Because it's not even America, too. Like, you see this in, like, United Kingdom more and more. You see this, like, everywhere. What I, I think there's some what, sort of group that's doing this. Yeah, I, I, what I think, what I think is possible that he might have, this dude might have had some, uh, Jussie might have had some, like, small beef with, like, the, uh, the Nigerian his Nigerian friends and something embarrassing might've happened. And like, maybe he got his ass whooped by one of them or something <laughs> like that. Like something embarrassing might've happened that he might've been scared to have let out into the public. So then it was like, well, this is a good cover up because people are going to quickly buy, buy it. And I, I, that's what I think, because I think I think the the paid thing. I think some embarrassing stuff happened, and now he's like paying these Nigerian people to like keep their mouth shut or like you know something like something along those lines. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I I actually do like subscribe to the theory that he was getting written off the show. I mean, I don't know like what his characters like in the show, like because sometimes there's signs like oh this could be happening. So 
I, I think he could be getting written off, and then he was, like, really pissed, and then he thought, like, I have a double whammy here. Not only can I stay on the show, but I'll create more attention. Even if I do kicked off, I'll be the wokest he's man big, in Hollywood. He's a big part of that show, though. That's what I heard. He's a big part of that show. I'm not sure he would get... Like, if he was to get written off, it'd have to be like, oh, he got fucking shot or something like that. Yeah. Something like that. Well, I mean, maybe he got, like, busted for doing something else that we don't know about. But like, we would maybe have known about that, too, though. Like Maybe. Maybe, you know, he could have got like some sexual allegations against him. He paid him off, but he knew it was going to come out soon. So he tried to go and use this to, uh, you know, make it make like he could go and turn it around and say, hey, this is a right wing conspiracy that I, you know, did this, you know, oh. sexually deviant act. Yeah. This might be like a cover up. And now that he's caught, you know, one, he's probably definitely going to be written off the show if he was faking a hate crime. And two, I think he's gonna get he's gonna get some uh, legal problems as well, and whatever is gonna come out, it's gonna come out now because people are gonna dig into him. The yeah. government's like that. The, the police are gonna dig into him. They're gonna see all his like financial transactions. See if there was a quid pro quo for this. It was. He'll probably get charged if it's uh you know he's in like Chicago, so he might not have trouble. But you know Trump should go on this. Consider this to be like a conspiracy, like a incitement to a riot. Well, or like well uh, yeah, I was going to say, incitement to riots a hard stretch, but I would try getting more, um, uh, I would, I would, I'd be more interested in right now is how is the left going to react to this? Are they going to deny it? Are they going to still call it conspiracy? Or be like, oh, the cops are being racist. They're going to sweep it it's under the fucking rug. Racism. That's what they're going to do. They're going to sweep it under the rug and pretend like nothing ever fucking happened. Yeah. That's well, and you know what happened just around the time this, this started going down? Oh, we had like another somewhere you know right like conveniently when this whole story was breaking i don't know it just seems a little bit suspicious to me yeah it's all a bit suspicious and weird i you know i i from the beginning of this story i was skeptical as to whether this happened and i was listening to gavin mcginnis's podcast and he's like yeah it's not I'm like 96 percent positive that this is like a hate you know fake hate crime and I was in agreement, and you know, because you just take it apart and it doesn't make any sense. So it will be interesting to see how this develops. Because, like I said, I'm really curious how the left is going to react. Are they going to just be in denial? Are they going to sweep this under the rug? Or are they going to be like, oh, this is systematic racism? Is this well, see, the people are getting sick of it. People are getting sick of this shit, too. Like, what the hell? Like, this is like not, this isn't like the first time something crazy like this has happened or people, right. say, some false, some story that turned out to be fake happened. Like, we're, we're in, uh, I don't want to say we're in uncharted territory, but I think something, something, something's about to break here. Yeah. Well, well, the problem with this, you know, you mentioned like he, it was a Fox like show. So who's going to report on it? Fox ain't going to do that. It's going to drag its feet with with that. It's going to yeah. be on alternative media. Well, Fox Fox will report on it because Fox is no longer owned by Twentieth Century. Yeah, they're owned. They're owned by uh, Disney. They're just owned by News Corp. Oh yeah, yeah. Fox News is owned. Yeah, by News Corp. like yeah. Fox Twentieth Century Fox. Yeah. All that stuff. I think is owned by Disney now. Yeah. So that's like a completely. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's I'm, what people forget when they go, "Oh, this is Fox." Well, it's not really Fox. Fox. Yeah. Trump. Will, Trump will be happy to shit on Don Iger. I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah. I don't know, but I still imagine that there's probably some ties on there. They probably don't want to, like because a lot of people work for these like the original company. I think there's going to be a lot of this stuff like 
thrown under the rug, even by them. Like, that's just my theory with that. I could be completely wrong, but it just seems... I don't know. Yeah. I, I hope they report on it, but, like, you know, this just needs to get out more, like, because every time, like, a fake hate crime happens, no one talks about it except for, like, you know, Fox will generally talk about it, but that's, like, the only one. Yeah. Like, why don't main, most mainstream media outlets talk about this? And we need to have, like, I think we need to have a new statute saying that if you make a fake hate crime, you know, you're going to get your ass thrown in jail. I mean, he really should be. He should be charged, too. Like, honestly, like, look how many, look how many resources were burned. Yeah. Like, how many cops and were, were investigating this whole thing. And they, they, and they were, they were saying, like, one of the, one of the, uh, was it one of the Ni- the Nigerian uh, it was, guys? It on the he show. was saying that there was like 20, 20 cop cars surrounding his house <laughs> or something like that. Look, that's some serious budget like that that's going into this thing. Like all of that was blown for a freaking hate crime. Somebody, yeah, yeah, you, especially when you're a high hmm. profile actor like he is, you're yeah. gonna have more resources being used to solve anything related to you. That, yeah, you have to have some sort of punishment. So you disincentivize people to be faking this shit because it's it's increasing. Like I said, when people are like, oh, hate crimes are increasing under Trump's America. Yeah, fake hate crimes are yeah. too. <laughs> a lot of fake hate crimes. Like, And, and the well, funniest part is like when they'll do like a swastika like on a church, on a black church. It'll be like the shittiest swastika in the world. I'm like, can you at least do a good job, <laughs> you know, in doing a fake hate crime? They don't even do a good job. I think this will, like, wake some people up to what's going on. And then next time, like, an actual hate crime happens, they're not going to believe it because of people like this. And you know? and that's it's really sad. The Democrats should be the number one people against us if they had any sort of, you know, uh, ethics. Because, like, let's make he abused, like, two, uh, two immigrants. That's a you know, that's a that. that's <laughs> a good thing. That's a good point. Uh, and it, ultimately, it's sad because. <laughs> This takes away stories like this take away from like the real shit that's happening. Yeah. Like I'm sure there's I, I mean I'm sure there's some real stuff happening that's going on in the world. Like no I'm, I'm but when you when you do some fake stuff like that we were talking we were talking about like 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 the the rape stuff, right? When it, when when somebody falsely cries rape, it cheapens when a real rape actually happens now you know these you know you have you have hesitation that you've never had before yeah which you know which That's ultimately hurts the yeah. real victims yeah and same thing same thing with this one like whenever somebody whenever somebody cries something like this that actually happens it's it I don't know. I don't know. Well, that's I. I glad you brought that up because that's always the saddest part of all this is all these fake accusations, especially when it deals with like rape and stuff. That you know devalues everybody else's accusation because now you're more skeptical. After Kavanaugh, after Trump, after all these that had fake accusations, you go, "I'm less likely to believe women now," which is a terrible thing, you know, because now. These women that come forward are going to now be scared because, oh, nobody's going to believe me now. You, this isn't the fault of any man. This is the fault of all these fake accusers. You know, because that's what they always, the first thing they blame is men. They're like, oh, 
men are just they're, they're toxic masculinity are making it hard for women to come out they're scared yeah. no this is a, this is a under honestly though that's like an underlining issue about how these people really feel though like when your first go-to move is like hey fucking men like yeah i'm like look you probably hate men yeah you probably hate men and you were looking for a reason to hate them even mm-hmm. more and you got one mm-hmm. well you made up one like yeah yeah, it's an underlying problem because, like, you know, what people have realized, especially in this world, is that you can take somebody down with mere accusations alone. And when I mean take down, I mean ruin their life. Look at Kavanaugh. Sure, he's Supreme Court justice now, but half the country thinks he's a gang rapist. Look at Trump. Half the country thinks he rapes women. Half the country is, you know, is riled up with massive emotions now. You don't know what could happen. Like with Kavanaugh, like they were banging on those doors of, you know, when they were uh, confirming him. You know, I'm, I'm not saying anything bad will happen. Like, you know, somebody's going to, like, shoot Kavanaugh or something. But what if? I mean, you're jazzing people up and you've fueling opened, these emotions. You've opened the door. Like, you've opened the door to the possibility of something like this happens. Yeah. Because you, you want to put a story out. Like that, that it's so re- it's so freaking reckless because CNN and MSNBC do it all the time. Oh it's yeah, all the time. Yeah. Anything else to add on this before we move on to anything else? I don't know. It's it's becoming like a brave new world when you have to go and question whether like some like an actual hate crime is real or not. Like twenty years ago, people would have never you know thought twice yeah but now like no one can believe anything that's really discrediting the news organizations too yeah people just don't believe each other and that's i think it's part of the democrats plan to go and sow division within the country because they know this is creating like a two realities in this world like the the overton window has become so divergent instead of being like one you know like a window with you know stuff on the right and stuff on the left but they all there's some things everyone can agree on now we have like we can show you one picture and one person can go and say, oh, this is a, um, you know, this person's being raped. Oh, this person's, you know, falsely accusing someone of rape. Like, we have two completely different realities that we live in, but yeah. it's both equally real. Yeah. And that's, I think, something that's going to be a major problem going forward with America in general. Well, remember, and I think across the West. Yeah, I totally agree. Because this is the way humans have always operated, but it's just at a whole different level now. And a perfect example is remember when the border patrol was stopping the caravan from crossing and the picture that was shown everywhere was this woman and her child like she was grabbing it and there was tear gas around her like oh the evil border patrol they're shooting tear gas at children but if you literally zoomed out the picture it was a completely different story like you could see that the tear gas was further away There was like a whole bunch of other things it was you know how they can even just manipulate images like you can't even believe what you see anymore or in other cases like you said people will watch the same testimony of christine blasey ford for kavanaugh half the country will think the kavanaugh's a gang rapist the other half will think he did nothing wrong yeah yeah it's just this like duality that we live in that we used to not live in like you said things everyone could agree on but now it's becoming so few and far in between like in like the 50s the democrats and republicans could still you know be relatively friends like we didn't have crazy socialists and we didn't have like you know just other stuff that we have now oh yeah and the always the thing the example i always draw from is that before 2016 
I could always date a Democrat. Like, because my parents are, one's a Republican, one's a Democrat. I could always date a Democrat. But after 2016, it's impossible. Oh, no. You had, you have, you have people that, you have uh, couples that were married for like 20 years and they divorced mm-hmm. because, like, because, <laughs> because it's not the one because voted I for hate Trump them. or something. It's never the, you know, the Trump supporter hating the other. It's always the other way around. It's always the leftist, the Democrat just cannot stand the sight of a trump supporter they won't even dare to be friends with them or to date them or anything and like that's the world we live in now i hate to say it but we're so divided on a magmatic scale yeah i think like tinder or something did a poll on that and found that like what was it like 60 percent republicans could still date a democrat but like the opposite was like 20 percent. yeah it's just gotten so one sided. It's not even just you know both sides are equally wrong. It's like no, that one side's consistently doing, you know. I mean, not with everything, but with you know, certain issues like this, just being completely uncompromising. And it's going to cause, like you see, what's going on in Congress right now. People are just voting purely along party lines. There's no real oh, room yeah. for compromise unless it's like something completely, you know, just black and white. Like it's gotten so far in between, like, and the Democrats have become so like collectivist in general. Like they used to not be this way, like so long ago. Now they've just become like basically a hive mind. It's like you're talking to um, like they played Halo, like they had the flood over there. You know, it's like talking to them. Like you know, we will do the bidding of the master. And I think this is their goal. Like they're finally showing their true colors. This is what communism looks like. We see that happening every day. You see this in like 1984 with like these false flag hate crimes and. I don't know if it was hate, hate crimes, but they had, like, I think, false flag attacks on it. Maybe it was something along the lines of that. And that's what we're getting into, like, where the conspiracy theories are actually becoming real is the reality that we live in today. And it's just, it just upsets me. Because yeah. there was a time when things were better. And they want to go and blame it on Trump. No, it's not Trump. It's a Democrat's reaction to Trump yeah. that is causing everything to go downhill. They got so upset they couldn't have, like, a a 16-year reign of terror on this country uh, with Hillary Clinton. She already had Obama, and like he wasn't—he didn't really do—he didn't really do much. That was, you know, I guess the, the best thing is he didn't really do all that much, except for what he did. It was like the opposite of Midas, you know, mm. just kind of made things worse, like the healthcare. But no, like we live in just this bizarro mirror fantasy world. It, it, it's. Mm. Yeah. Like I used to have friends and teachers and and such, and they were Democrats, and we got along perfectly well, but now it's just I I just have a hard time you know finding commonalities with these people because they all like it literally is that's why they got so upset about the uh, NPC meme. It's because it's true. They wouldn't be mad about it if it were false. It was it absolutely mm. true, and that's why you see so many people getting upset. It's like oh, orange man bad. That's that's a. <laughs> Are you, are you talking today. about the are you talking about the re rem meme where the, the everybody hurts me the NPC. No, it's like the NPC. oh oh because there was a there was another like did you did you hear about the no there was a uh so there was a uh um so i think the the trump administration they created a meme that had all the democratic leaders and in the background it had rems everybody hurts Oh, is that the one that he just tweeted out recently? Yeah, yeah, the Carp so, Dankum. So yeah, so so 
what happened was Universal, like the the oh owner, yeah, they're losing the their owner shit over owners it. of the music. I think they filed some sort of DMCA. Yeah, deal. Ooh, yeah, that's something I want to talk about um, later in the show. Okay, uh, I'll mention this briefly. But did you guys hear that? Did you hear about the Verge when they made this video of how to build a PC, and it was like completely wrong in how you build a PC, and then people were parroting it. And what The Verge was doing is they were going after all these parody videos with DMCA takedowns and copyright claims. And they were trying to silence all these people. It's pretty crazy shit right there. But yeah, yeah. we'll talk. Well, see, this is why people like, you know, The Verge, they're like going unemployed. That's, this is why they need to learn to code because that's about the only job <laughs> they're going to be able to find. And that's why they get so upset about it. It's because they don't want to, they, they can't do anything that requires actual work. They just like regurgitate stuff. It's like a freaking bird. Every regurgitating a worm. That's what they're doing to the sheeple. Yeah, and back to go on to what you were saying before uh, about these two different worlds and people that are acting like NPCs. If you just, like, it's so weird how politics is, like, in everything now. Like, it's in movies all the time. It's in sports all the time. It was never before. Like, it's in everything all the time. And I think there's enough people that are getting sick and tired of this. This is why you partially... You know, part of it's also because streaming's used more now, but it's partially why the Academy Awards has decreased in viewership. So not even going to have a host this year. You know, there's some jabs at Trump, I bet, for all the other actors and actresses. But this is why you're seeing people just turn it off because they're like, ugh, I don't want to deal with this anymore. Like, I, and I'm someone that's extremely invested in politics, but there are so many. I, I love movies, too. I love TV shows. I don't want it in that stuff because I go to that stuff to escape the real world in many ways. But to have... You know, you want some realism in there. Like, if you watch House of Cards, you're going to expect to get some real-world politicking shit. But at the same time, it's a fucking TV show, (laughs) you know? It's like... And that's the the bizarre thing about these people. And you're 100% right when you say it's the reaction to Trump, not Trump. Because these people lack self-control. I mean, most people lack self-control, in my opinion. I know it sounds cynical, but, you know, you can hate Trump all you want... But don't let that ruin your life. Don't let that take over your life that you you can't even get out of bed. Like, there was one person here. I remember uh, Alex and I, when we were at some event, and she said, oh, the day Trump won, I couldn't even get out of the bed the next day. I'm like, what like the you're, fuck's you're wrong with person. you? You're yeah, crazy you're crazy. Person. You need medication. You're absolutely insane. Seriously. You're, so, so, so when your dude doesn't win... Or, or, or female, Gal. whatever. <laughs> when 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 your player doesn't win, you're just not going to get out of bed. Everything's going to stop. Like, come on. Yeah. Come on. Move on. That's the biggest, you know, like, when I fuck up in life, like, I've had some major fuck-ups this year. It's been a rough year for me, but I keep moving on, you know? And these things are bigger than politics. They're life. It's reality. It's not, yeah. You know, what was that line from Batman Begins? It's like, it's not that you fall, Mr. Wayne. It's how... You pick yourself back up. Or why do we fall so we can pick ourselves back up? That is a good lesson to teach people today, which is when you fall, you pick yourself back up and you move on. You get stronger, you get better, and you keep pushing forward. But people today, when they go down, they go, they start blaming other things. They blame white supremacy. They blame systematic racism. They blame sexism, homophobia. They don't yeah. blame. They ever just went crazy. Themselves. I mean, they just went full crazy. I yeah. was thinking. I was thinking when Trump won. I I was thinking that they were, um, like that the Democrats were going to be like, look, we got some major, we got handed, 
We got some major shaking up to do. Yeah, we got we got to clean this thing up because this this is not good. No, they went the other direction. They're like, oh, he's a racist. He's a he's oh, literally oh Hitler. Like everybody, everybody's losing their crap. Like, oh, oh, wow. Oh I, yeah, it, it was so bad. Like, well, like, look, you you law like like honestly, I, I, I'm glad Trump won. Don't get me wrong. Oh, I love it. But, it's a great state of my yeah, life. <laughs> yeah, but but they dropped look, the Democrats dropped the ball. Oh yeah. They dropped the ball. If look, look, if 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 anybody I I truly believe if anybody else would have went up against Trump in the election, I thought that Donald Trump would have been in, in, in some jeopardy. Like you picked the worst in Hillary Clinton, you picked the worst possible candidate to yeah. go up against. Like, like, come on. Yeah, they they wonder why they lost, and and again, it's always look in the mirror. No, and it's you know what it is though. Honestly, and I hate cutting you off here. No, it's fine. I, I it's it's a natural. It's an and it's a natural thing too. But people don't like being told when they're wrong. Like yes. they don't like hearing yeah. that they're wrong. Yeah. They don't like hearing that their their plan didn't work or that they're not as smart as they thought they were. Like Oh yeah. They don't like hearing any of that. And when you put that in their face and when Trump won, that was a big one. Yeah. Right? Oh, you you're not as you smart as you up. thought you were. Like yeah. it stung. And I think that's probably why it stung more than anything. Um, well, they were uh, arrogant the whole time. They thought Hillary had it in the bag. And they realized, oh, no, she's actually a shitty candidate. And we were out of touch with the voters. And this is the problem with the Democrats. And it can be a problem for Republicans. It's been a problem for Republicans for ages. You know, and then Trump came along, showed them how to win, showed them what it was like. And, you know, we got a taste of it. And I really like it. You know, I want some more of it. But at the same time, one of the biggest flaws I've, you know, in people that I've noticed, like, it's just a flaw that I think it's probably the worst character trait you can have is to not blame yourself for your own problems because you cannot evolve as a human at that point. You are, you do not have the mindset to improve yourself. You just blame other people. When you blame other people for your own problems, you're not going to get out of that hole. You're going to stay there. Yep. And I, and I see this in people and I now have to call them out for it and say, Hey, this is on you. Not, not systematic racism. Yeah. And Kanye, Kanye has the best answer to that. When somebody said to him, or like when he was in the Oval Office talking to Trump, and he goes, you know, people say that Donald Trump's a racist and all that. And I go, He's a ra- there's racism? Racism ain't going to stop me. That is the best response ever. Even if there is racism, it's not going to stop you. That That is a powerful message that not enough people, I think, have heard, embraced, and taken, you know, to action with themselves there may be some bad shit holding you back but don't let it hold yeah. you back like I, I i get i get uh i get i don't i don't when you when you talk about stuff like you know racism and stuff like that yeah like i don't get i i don't get as upset with like the news organizations and stuff like that because mm. i know they have a vested interest <laughs> there's a vested interest in seeing them you know, do what they do. Like, look, they're it sells. Oh, like, yeah. you put a story out like that, it sells. People watch it. They they watch it. Advertisers pay top dollar to go to to see it. I I get that, 
But it's these normal people. It's the normal people that the have normies. no vest. Yeah, that have no vested interest whatsoever in this whole thing. Like, yeah. what are you doing? Like, what in the hell are you doing with your life? Mm-hmm. Like, look, you, nobody, nobody can help where they came from, right? Yeah, it's just the cards happen. are dealt. Yeah, with. the the card cards are dealt with, right? And nobody can help the 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 intangibles. Like, whenever you, whatever decision that you make in this world. There's going to be some intangibles that if, that alter what you're able to do, like what your next move is going to be able to do. But even then, you can absolutely help where the hell you end up. Yes. Absolutely. And you can speak from personal experience on that. Exactly. Like, us- look, I was I grew up poor. Yeah. Mom, mom was a you know, mom had her drug issues and her partying and all that stuff. And you know, I I, I have Tourette syndrome. You know, I could have just said eh, screw it, but no, no, I uh, you know, you 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 dust yourself off. You tr- you do the best you can with what you got, and you keep churning. You keep churning it out, and and you know, you focus on. I was taught I was taught that when you're at the when you're at a, the worst point in your life, the best thing you can do is 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 look and do whatever you can to get that next step forward. And once you're done with that, your next goal is to get the other step forward. Yeah. And, and you just keep focusing on getting that next step forward and focus on nothing else but that next step forward and then when you look up 10 years from now you'll find out you're 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 in a much better place than you were 10 years ago so you know take that however you want i don't know (laughs) good advice good advice see we provide you know more than just political commentary on real news we provide life healing advice uh not ironically we actually do i think that's what's cool about our show is that we're giving people different perspectives on life because all three of us here or any of the other guests i've had on you know we are all totally different people and from totally different backgrounds like alex here is from kind of like a rednecky school where like crazy <laughs> Dude, the craziest shit happens at your school it's, it's a preppy school holy shit like we're not no, no. You had people my showing up perfect. high oh. and shitting it and masturbating in the bathroom. That shit doesn't yeah, happen. That happened in your school. Like, that's probably more of a city thing. No, I think it's not in a city. No, like, it, see, my school was not anywhere near, like, as crazy. No, I think your just, school is uh, wacky. I've never no. had teachers, like, fuck, you know, their students. Dude, you see it every month. You see, like, especially in Florida, like, every like, yeah, week in you Florida. see you stop. You see a cop, like a, a teacher getting caught banging a student. And it's, pretty, you know, sad, but it's pretty common. It's not like I lived in the middle of, like, backwoods country. Like, you know, the houses over here are expensive. They're like, you know, it's not like I went to the middle of nowhere. Like, we were in one of the better schools in Pennsylvania. What? Okay. Yeah. Anyway. It's true. Like, it was, it, my school was in the, um, it was better than most of the schools in PA. You know, take that what you will. Like, we had another school nearby that had, like, people fucking cheap. Yeah. Well, my school we used to call them the redneck school. Our school used to have a lot. Like we, when I was there, I think there may have only been a couple of trucks in the parking lot. Yeah. You know, back when you know, back like five years ago, there used to be more trucks and cars in the parking lot. Like we had a lot of the city slickers, and that was probably causing problems. A lot of people moved up from Baltimore. 
Yeah. Well, anyway, my point was is that we all come from very different backgrounds, and it's interesting to see how that you know influences our lives. Like, I grew up with an autistic brother in a politically divided household. You know, you grew up poor. You know, it's just it's very different environments, and you know, especially you study psychology and a lot of stuff. They always talk about how like your childhood influences who you are as a person, and I always yeah. just find that interesting. Yeah, here's some yeah. more advice. Whenever you see something on the news, wait. Yeah. Okay. Wait. Yeah. Whenever you see something on the news and you say, and, 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 "Oh, breaking story," and we've we've got some more stuff. Oh, oh, oh it's just BS. Anyway, anyway, just wait. Um, at least a couple of days. At the very least, a couple of days. Well, see, just don't trust unless you physically see something. You know, have doubt. Well, like, even if you see physically, no, 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 that no, that's that, a that's bad idea cool. because you you don't see ninety nine percent of what happens in the world. I know ninety nine percent of the stuff that happens, there could be an alternative view for it. Yeah, but you have to have a certain level of trust. I mean, I'm skeptical of everything, but you can't just be like, oh, you know, President Trump doesn't care about immigrants or doesn't care about black people because well, i didn't yeah, see I him wouldn't believe it. i wouldn't believe it as law like you know you'd have to take a full analysis of the situation and like see what they could be wanting to gain from this like see you know this guy says he got into the false hate you know he say he got like attacked in the hate grind in the hate crime attack okay what does he have to gain from that oh he has to gain publicity you know, so, like someone else, it probably gained some Democrat voters who are swing voters. There's a lot of stuff to be gained from this attack. And what do the attackers have to gain in the middle of Chicago? You know, primarily black uh, city. You know, who would really, like, that's not going to happen. You don't see, like, I mean, maybe there's, like, one, like, racist guy in, like, Chicago, probably like, a couple of them. But, you know, they're not going to be attacking people because they'll know, like, you know, they'll be shot up by somebody in retaliation. Well, I think... You have to go and think you know would someone really do this would they think that they would like you know get some sort of thrill out of just throwing bleach on them well i think the better way of looking at things is if something sounds too good to be true it usually is you know i mean i've noticed that like there was something about trump that they said that i remember i thought well that's just preposterous he wouldn't do x y and z oh it turns out he didn't or oh it turns out it was actually this you know, it's that sort of shit. That you, that's the way I look at it. That's why whenever I'm in a debate with somebody and they say, oh, did you know that Trump wants acid being thrown back into uh, rivers? I'm like, that's ridiculous. I don't believe that for a fucking second. You know, even if you don't have the facts on hand, just just use your gut, your instincts, because it turns out that if you're a semi-smart person and you have a good feel for things, you're probably going to be right nine times out of ten on those things. Yeah. Yeah. I don't trust. Uh, like, see, I just think people have to be careful of what they really trust. Yeah, I like, agree. I agree. You know, there's certain things like if you can, like, science. You know, generally, if you can actually prove something, it's different than like someone's opinion. Like, I, I'd be very skeptical to go and trust someone's opinion. But if it's something rooted in fact, like there's video evidence of this happening, okay. You know, I, I give a lot more leniency. It's like in, in a court of law. Like you don't just go and trust someone. Oh, you know this guy. He threw um, he threw like feces at me. Uh, do you have any proof? Now I washed my shirt. <coughs> okay. Did he actually throw shit at you? No. It was like a monkey or something. They were at the zoo, uh, and she's 
didn't like the guy. I don't know. That's just an example. You get all sorts of just crazy stuff, and you have to go and filter through it. And that's, mm-hmm. I think, a smart person can filter through the shit and see what's really there and just, like, trying to get bogged down in the drama of everything. That's yeah. another big thing. Like, drama can just destroy people, can destroy organizations, and it does nothing. Like, drama is, like, the stupidest thing that exists, but we love it, too. I like love people... watching it because it's kind of funny and exciting. Yeah, it's absolutely funny. It's, like, that's why people watch these reality TV shows that 99% of them are fake. Yeah. You know, you're to see Dr. Phil on there, and he's, like, bringing up this, like, uh, you know, this, like, black person who's a white supremacist. And there's all sorts of drama, and then you find out it's a fake. Or you get, like, just BS out there. But it's good television. It's fun to go and, like, not give a crap for a while. I think it's good for people to have a little bit of a release. But on the other hand, you know, you have to... You just can't go and trust everything you see on TV. You have to be smart about things. You have to go and think, what does this person have to gain? What does this person have to go and lose? Is it worth it for them? You have to go and kind of do this, like, game theory stuff in your head right sometimes like you know if it's pretty obvious you know it's not as big of a deal but yeah i don't know in general just try to go and like pay attention to shit that's important to you yeah don't don't go and like get too bogged down the weeds of things you have to go and pay attention to your life yeah don't like pay so much attention to like anything don't be like so narrow-minded that you let the uh like the bad things in life make it out to be like super bad you know you, yeah. if you can't fix something try to you know, go do your best to do what, fix what you can and uh, live with your life because, like, you, you, they want you to go and, like, feel depressed and crazy. That's what, like, the, that's what, you know, the enemy, the, you know, the super evil, like, Democrats, like, hive mind, you know, George Soros, people oh, want you to go and do. They want you to go and feel, like, you know, depressed and, like, make you do something crazy because then they'll use that for their own political leverage. And don't do that. No matter how bad things are, don't be that guy who's like, screw your optics, I'm going in. You don't want to be that guy. <laughs> like, that's what I, I think, you know, this sort of world that we live in, it, and that's why I think there's more of these, like, shooters out there because they they see the news the way it is, and they just kind of feel depressed, like they're worthless, and that nothing's going to get better, and they just are like, screw it, I don't care about my life, and I don't care about the people around me, I just want these people to have bad things happen to them and then that's what happens and they use that for you know their advantage politically well speak- you don't want to do that speaking of shootings did you see that alex jones um some news has come out about him where a judge has ruled that he must undergo a sworn testimony in the sandy hook defamation case Oof, alex know. jones man he is in a fucked He's up falling. way right now like they, the, yeah. the, I think the, F, the FDA was cracking down on the supplement thing, and uh, there was uh, they wanted. Uh, I, I think that didn't they, didn't they uh, additionally didn't they want before this didn't they want financial records of what's going on in Infowars too because they were trying to like oh, assess really? like the yeah wow yeah I think it, like it's it's going to be bad I think it's going to be bad. Well, I, defamation is something very hard to prove, and I'm surprised uh, this is you, going as far not as Not when is. you have 5 million followers watching your app. That's pretty... No, I mean hard to prove. <laughs> I'm saying hard to prove intent. Because that's what's hard, is saying like that you intend yeah. to slander people to hurt their reputation. Because that's what it. You know, yeah, that's what defamation but, is. Yeah, I mean, oh, normally, yeah. But it, 
Like, well, part of me is like, okay, well, at what point does he just like claim insanity or something like that? Because he's, he's, it's kind of crazy. He's kind of crazy. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. He's had some problems. Like we saw his like latest thing. Like actually what listened to that Joe Rogan uh, thing where he was talking about like why he doesn't have Alex Jones on. And right. you know, I, I can kind of see why, cause like he used to be like really funny and stuff. And you know, some of his stuff was complete BS. Like I think honestly he got most of his stuff from like 4chan, yeah. but now it's like talking about like people using I mean, aborted fetuses and like injecting themselves or like babies what? inject themselves with like adrenaline. And, like, it was just something off the wall, just, like, not even funny ridiculous. It's just, like, what the hell is going on here? I mean, it's, like, it's, is it, I don't know. It's, it's, like, I mean, even a broken clock is right twice a day. Mm. Like, I don't, I, I mean, some of the, some of the stuff he says is, like, you know, and I, and I, I tried to listen to some of it, you know, and, and like, just, just to kind of get some sort of grasp of an understanding of some sort. And uh, mm. I just like, I, I, I couldn't, I'm like, there's a couple of things there's like, Oh, okay. That's, that's kind of okay. And then it's like, just, it's like a few nuggets of truth, which with like a whole mountain of bullshit, which kind of translates to, you know, most of the mainstream media. So I don't <laughs> know how to take that, but, um, but yeah, but no, some of his stuff is just, wild i mean wild well part of it also is he understands the powerfulness of theater and he knows if he like exaggerates things and goes hurricane's a goblin she's hating you know, you the know. charcoals are coming to get me ah, run, yeah, you'll uh, never take me alive i just think that like recently his like quality in general has just gone way down like i think after he was a kid in the like legal yeah battle. i think that fucked that's what i was about to say is i think his custody battles what really fucked him up yeah. because he does seem like a guy that i think really does care about his family even though he might be a little wacky like i think he genuinely has like a good humble heart I mean, you, you have to wrestle like look i mean he's on all the time and i'm like does this dude have to not have a fucking family like yeah what's, what what is going on and of course he does and you know well, I, imagine, <laughs> I imagine that you know but but even yeah, then yeah. you still have to have uh, uh, some sort of relationship oh with, yeah with the child and you know the mother or whatever but like holy shit I well mean, i remember when crowder said that when they were down in texas when they were doing shit for south by southwest mm-hmm. and they were you know filming stuff and whatnot and i forget what happened but like they I think Antifa was yeah Antifa was like tracking him down yeah. trying to get Crowder and right. Alex Jones just called Crowder and he goes ah oh, Crowder you know I, I don't see why he can't stay here when we got these big studios so don't don't be a pussy you know <laughs> stay with me <laughs> it was like just funny shit like he was genuinely trying to be humble as Crowder yeah. said that he was genuinely trying to be very hosp- uh, hospitable and he's just like ah oh, come on Crowder don't be a pussy just stay here with us you know it's like <laughs> I could totally see that it's just funny. But, like, at the same time, like, I, I don't know. Because like, I think Alex Jones hypes up his person. Like, he heightens his personality on air. Because people, like, Paul Joseph it's, Watson said, like, he is what he is behind the scenes, too, when the camera's off. And I believe that. But yeah. I think on camera he takes it up, like, to 11. But I think recently, like, he's been probably drinking a lot. He's probably, 
you know, just eating a lot too. He's probably not. He's not been as healthy. Maybe taking some supplements to try to get keep himself <laughs> some up. super male vitality. Yeah, it's like you gotta <laughs> you gotta buy the snake oil for me. That's the only thing that's keeping me alive. Oh my god. Yeah, I, I, he's gotta be on cocaine. Like I, I'm fairly certain he's on cocaine or like some other yeah addiction. It's gotta substance. be something. He's gotta be. He a, needs it. He's gotta be. A, yeah, I mean yeah. seriously. Like I, I, I mean Joe Rogan said it. Like he's a, he wasn't like like no like like how he was surprised about the number of people that are on some sort of like controlled meth like controlled speed to like kind of stay up yeah no because i mean i mean look there's there's controlled methamphetamines like uh, there's controlled shit that you can you, you can get but like it's like it's crazy how many people actually use it because they're trying super function you know you're running you're running a big company you're working fucking 12 14 hour days mm. every day like that's that shit's gonna break you unless you got something else in the back pocket you know and you know hey some people <laughs> do crazy. you get some crazy people like that like i was at, like i was at a job once and uh, we had one guy who would like he come in at like eight o'clock and he wouldn't leave till like nine o'clock some days and it wasn't because he had to I think he was, and he'd come in from like another city that was like, you know, three or four hours away. He'd go and stay there for a couple of days and he had like four kids. I'm just like, this guy must hate his family. I I think he's hiding from them. Yeah. I mean, if you have your own business, I could see it. And I know Alex, Alex Jones kind of has it too. Cause like, like when you like, 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 I think when you have your own business, you hit, you see it a little differently. Cause it like every, everything that happens bad affects you personally you know Mm. so i can kind of i mean i can kind of mentally map it out like okay it's crazy but i get why you do it anyway sort of thing but like no i don't i don't know that's alex jones yeah he's he's something been going on with him it's like him and that other guy uh oh benjamin yeah like what's going on with him because i i started going like hear that he was like saying some just like off the wall shit like almost almost like alex jones honestly except for like uh, i heard he was like dropping the n-bomb a bunch of times i don't know if that's true or not yeah i that's why i was gonna mention his name too because it sounds very familiar with your relation what's happened to alex but with Owen Benjamin, he used to say a lot of shit that was like the real truth of what's going on in these businesses. Because I, you know, I, from some experience, I learned that Jordan Pearson absolutely charges a shit ton of money to come speak. I'm talking like 75 grand, you know, to come speak at a university, which is absolutely insane. And then Owen Benjamin confirmed that, saying that he charges a shit ton for tickets, a shit ton to just shake his hand afterwards. And he was basically calling him a fraud. And he delved into, like, other stuff, too, that was pretty damn compelling. And I was like, wow, Owen knows what's going on. And now I'm seeing the shit that's happening with him recently, and I'm like, what's going on? I think some of these guys also, because, like, Alex Jones is very similar. Where he's like, I'm going to find the real truth of what's going on, you know, the red pill of the world. And I think once they go down that rabbit hole, there is that, like, part at the beginning where there is they're finding out truths that nobody's mm-hmm. talking about but then they think there's more it must be everyone they keep going further and further and further and then they just sort of spiral out of control i think i think their lifestyle changes too that have 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 an effect on that too like when you start out 
doing stuff like that like you start out doing like your little radio shows and stuff like that it's Uh-oh. not too it's not too uh oh <laughs> sounds like us <laughs> yeah it's like it's not too big but no i'm saying like for for somebody high profile we're 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 not like high profile yes you know <laughs> We're working on it, but it's yeah. it's it's yeah. We're we're still a bit of ways. Mm. Working on it. Working with us here. Yeah, help no, us out. Um, Subscribe to the channel. Yeah, mm. you know. Um, but no, like digression. I get it. Um, <laughs> but we but when you start out, you know, you still have kind of a little bit of a lifestyle. You know, you do your show and you go see your family. Now you're like you're such a big celebrity. Like with Alex Jones and yeah. some of these some of these higher profile people, you're you're now you know you have to live basically in a fucking compound because you know you're you're being stalked night and day. You got investigative journalists. And by the way, they're the most uh, they're the most evil fucking people in the world too. Um, but uh, but you have like people you can't you you can't travel anywhere without being barrauded by. Uh, by reporters and fans and all that craziness. Yeah, you 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 don't know. Like once you're rich, you don't know who your true friends are. You're like, yeah, oh, yeah you know. That's what's it's really like. Your whole lifestyle has changed, and I think that has a. I think that has a very big element to it as well. Yeah, you become super paranoid. Yeah, and Owen Benjamin, he's a comedian, and he's been on Crowder a few times. And he does shows mm-hmm. everywhere. But he's not like an A-grade, you know, highly popular comedian. He's pretty small, and but he's got a, you know, sort of a cult following, I guess you'd say. Yeah. But I just, I don't get what's happened to him. Cause I usually, I really enjoyed him. Like, he was really funny on Crowder, and I don't know. It's, I always it's hate happened. seeing this. Shit happens, man. Yeah. And maybe he'll bounce back. I don't know. But he's always seemed like an odd kind of guy. But now it's just... I really don't know what's happened. Because like Alex said, like I heard, because he does these live streams every day. I heard he really has been going off the wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did he get kicked off of uh, Louder with Crowder or whatever? I don't think so. I, cause I, th- I know Crowder and, and Owen Benjamin are friends, and they do a lot of, they write yeah. a lot of skits together, so I doubt it. It's just he doesn't come on often because he's busy. He's the last couple of episodes, though, I've seen... Uh, I've seen. They've had uh, Gavin on. Cat to give. I love Gavin. Gavin. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. I think. I think. I think it's. I, I don't know. I. I. Like like with Gavin too. Like it's. Gavin hasn't gone crazy. No, he He's hasn't. Been, but I what's mean, happened look, to him has been the, terrible. The Twitter monster. Holy God. Yeah. Just swallowing people up whole and uh, like I and you know like Twitter. Hmm. Mm, be, they're, they're, I, let's just say I'm very anxious to hear the Joe Rogan, the second Joe Rogan podcast with Jack Dorsey. I know the yeah. first one, Joe Rogan didn't. The ball. Well, no, he, he didn't. He didn't ask the right. He, I don't I, I don't think he dug into it as much as maybe he should have. But that's like, you know, hey, it's it, it you know, shit happens, whatever. Um but he, hey, I, I, I will, I'll give, I'll give credit where credit's due. Uh, Jack agreed to do, uh, go on the podcast again, and uh, I guess, mm-hmm. I guess he's gonna let Joe Rogan ask him some questions. We'll see. Uh, I, I mean, uh, am I a little skeptical? Probably, but, but I mean, you know, I, I'm, I, I'm still gonna listen to oh, it. Yeah. I'm still gonna. 
We had Tim Pool on recently, and I want to listen to that one. Cause oh, Tim that's Poole's, a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Tim Pool's a smart guy. He's a uh, guy on YouTube that used to work for Vice, used to work for Engadget, and he's one of those that oh, has God. left the left kind of thing where he's gotten real sick and tired of the radical left. But his videos that he does on YouTube are probably the fairest political news videos he's out there he's extremely intelligent too oh like, yeah he's very i like I, I, I sometimes he gets a little like cocky and i'm like come on tim yeah i mean you're almost there but I mean, there's he's a, very I mean, fair like yeah. a lot of a lot of a lot of high profile people end up having a little bit like yeah. a little bit of that yeah and i'm not saying that's a, com- a complaint to not watch him or anything because i subscribe to his channel and everything but he's probably the fairest of all of them because you get a lot of this right wing spin and left wing spin. But he's pretty dead on, like with what what's happened. Like he lays out what happened, you know, in the news. He goes into detail, explains everything, doesn't leave shit out, and then gives his opinion. Because people a lot of times will prop up um, <coughs> guys like Philip DeFranco, and I actually do not like Philip DeFranco because he leaves out so much important shit. <laughs> And he will often fuck up. Like, he fucked up big with this uh, thing with the Covington kids. He was like, oh, these kids were assholes, blah, 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 blah. You know, and he was just going off. Like, oh, there's hate in America. And I'm just like, dude, you've lost so much respect for me. I I hope hope this this lawyer that, like, took the took the uh, oh, Covington yeah, yeah. kids under their wing. I hope they get every dollar coming that like, dude, sue these, sue these networks for every dollar that you could grab. And I, I, I hope they do that. What they did to those kids. That was downright deplorable. Yeah. Yeah. They want to call you us the deplorable people, but they have no problems like doxing kids doing shit like that. It's just bullshit. This wasn't the first time that like CNN's like dox kids either. Like they have a history of this shit. Well, like what was it? They doxed like the one wasn't the guy that made the meme of where Trump was like punching the CNN logo. They fucking doxed that. They threatened to dox that guy. I should say they didn't actually dox. Yeah, but yeah, but, yeah, but still, they, you shouldn't threaten to go dox them because they pissed a fucking meme. Yeah, like, I know. Yeah, but, I know. But but Kathy Griffin calling for the fucking at like calling for the uh, you know harassment for of these kids. Like, come on, yeah. he she's allowed to stay on fucking Twitter yet, you know. Yeah, Gavin McInnes and the Proud Boys, they're not like... Oh, yeah. You know, they're gone. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Oh, yeah, it's it's a total double standard. And that's what pisses me off. And, like, Gavin didn't do anything wrong. They were like, oh, the Proud Boys, they're a violent group. There should we, you know, we should get rid of all of them. So he did absolutely nothing wrong. Um, I think the other thing they talked about was... Because, uh, like, a lot of these websites, when he was banned, would call, like, try to, like, tie him to Charlottesville. They're like, oh, some of his members went to Charlottesville. Gavin, stri- like, was one of the few that blatantly, flat out told everyone, he's like, do not go to this Unite the Right thing. It's going to be a bunch of racist, Nazi, alt-right people. He was right. And he, and he also said, you know, stay away. Everyone absolutely stay away. And he said, I'm not going. The group's not going. We totally condemn it. He did all that, and they still tie him to it. It's just, like, you can't win. You literally can't win. No. You know, see, well, like, yeah, I agree. It's it's just bullshit what they're doing. But, like, I don't know, like, before Charlottesville happened, did anyone, like, 
did people know it was going to like necessarily be like super racist? Because the original yes, thing was yes, Gavin did. Because a lot of oh, this, Richard Spencer is going to be there. Baked Alaska. A lot of these alt right people or people that were buddy buddy with the alt right publicly said they were going to be there. And then you had the tiki torch thing like the night before. You know, yeah, people people knew this was going to happen. There were well, there were. See, here's the thing: the original like unite the right was supposed to be against them destroying a monument but yes. now it's basically yes. been turned into the only people who would show up there would be racist but that from what i understand there's like plenty of people there who weren't necessarily racist they correct. just kind of showed up correct. there because they were protesting them destroying history correct i think correct. that the leftist media has spun it in such a way that that's the only way that you know you're allowed to go and say you know the only people who would ever dream of coming over and protesting people destroying a statue are like super alt-right so I could see, like, you know, I don't like people destroying statues. You yeah, know? yeah, I, yeah. And then, I mean, God, there was, a, I think that they had a lot of the media attention because the media wants to get shit like that because they have an agenda. But, like, I don't know, it just kind of pisses me off that way where you're not allowed to go and protest things anymore unless you're on the left. Well, the, the, the way that, uh, like, when Trump came under, you know, there was a lot of fake news when people say, oh, Trump said that there were nice people on both sides and called the Nazis, you know, fine people. That's not true. Because he was talking about the protesters yeah, that were protesting talking, the yeah, statue. He was movement. talking, yeah, he was, t like, like, they completely misinterpreted what he was saying. Oh, like, yeah. they were like, there were hoax. some, he was like, look, there were some fine people, but like, on both sides. Yeah, like, yeah. And, and, and it was like, oh, well, and he was right. He was yeah. the most nuanced even, even Fox on. News was going after him. Like, oh, I don't, I wouldn't call any of those people fine people. I'm like, look, there's there are. I mean, look, yeah. not everybody in a particular oh, yeah. group is a piece of shit. Like, look, you, you know, like even even at its worst, even if you add it at something's worst, like I, I just like nothing. If if here here's another here's another little piece of advice. If you ever find yourself in a position where you're saying every blank mm. is blank reel it back in uh because because that's probably a crazy thought yeah you, you, no n not every blank is blank okay yeah. <laughs> that's kind of like not every like like what not they're like oh every republican is racist and all that like come on yeah Look. Well, because the simple on. fact of what Charlottesville happened was it started, the original thing started as people protesting the removal of the Confederate statue. And then, of course, there'd be counter-protesters. But then these alt-right people, you know, took advantage of it and said, hey, we can use this to really, you know, come out of the woodworks and mm -hmm. make a statement. Mm -hmm. And that's where you had basically four sides there, mm -hmm. you know. On the defending the statue side, you had the pro genuinely average Joe protesters. They were protesting the removal of the statue. And you also had the alt-right racist. But on the other side, you had people that were genuinely average, you know, fine people that were protesting uh, these people that wanted to keep the statue up. Mm -hmm. And you also had Antifa. And that's where you saw the big violence was between Antifa and the alt-right where the protesters on both sides were kind of mixed in between. And that's what Trump was talking about, which was that, you know, we can't throw everyone under the bus here because there were some good people on both sides and there were some bad people on both sides. He had the most accurate statement on it, and I think he did absolutely nothing wrong. Uh, but 
you know, obviously it's been a long time since that, but. Yeah, well, you they know. make it like they, we let the media go make these false narratives that it was like a completely one-sided yeah. thing that only racists showed up and and, and brave Antifa warriors. <laughs> hmm. That's basically what they want it to be. They want it to be like, oh, you know, the freedom fighters versus these like uh, racist white supremacists. Everyone over here, there was no good people protesting this monument being taken down, and that's what really upsets me because we let the media make this narrative and make yeah. it real. Is if you even try to go and defend Trump, you know, if someone's going to call you racist. If you showed up there to go and protest a statue, you know, your life is ruined. Yeah. And it, all that this does when we let them do that is it makes us where we don't want to go and protest anything because we're afraid that's going to happen to us. Yeah, I think. I think that's eh, a shame. Well, generally, generally, the right does not do a lot of protesting, but now it's well, diminished more. They do protest. Like, do look at how many times like abortion clinics get protested. We do protest, and you just I couldn't even name months. a time. You know, like the you only. Look it up. Well, but what I'm saying is, like, when the women's march happens, you know, there's CNN cameras there constantly. But the the only well, yeah, thing you I can. Know why? Well, you, want, you want to know why it's because the left controls the media they don't want you to see the protests it mm -hmm. happens they just don't want you to see it and you don't see it because the left wing media doesn't show it to you that's true but you know part of it also is like the right I think has the, their biggest protest is the march for life other than that uh, I couldn't name you, you another in Pittsburgh over here you should have seen it in Pittsburgh when they had the uh, they're protesting Bill Peduto and his like illegal gun uh, order they was trying to go and get done like uh -huh. there's a ton of people protesting that well, how many? Was it like 20, 30, hundreds, thousands? There's hundreds. Okay. That's pretty decent. They don't show you that. Yeah. They don't, they don't show you that, though. That's the problem. Yeah. You never see that unless you know where to look. Yeah, that March for Life is a pretty big one, though. That, that well, that's a big, big. one. Yeah, that one's really big. Big. It's so big that the leftist media can't hide it, and that's why it gets, like, media attention. But, like, they do protests all the time. You just don't see it. You know, because a lot of them care more about local issues. You know, they don't have the, I mean, they do have like the March for Life and they do have certain issues, but like, it's not like the, they won't protest over literally, you know, Trump farting. They'll <laughs> protest over things that actually matter to them. Yeah. And to the left, like they're hypersensitive. And like the, another thing too is people on the right have jobs. Uh, yeah, that's what and I was going to mention. You can't protest as much, but when they do protest, it's huge. Like we have like a what was it an annual protest at uh, you know in Harrisburg where they protest for gun rights every year. Oh really? You know? Yeah. You you just have to know where to look, and there's tons of people there. You know, like marches. Hmm. But think... you don't hear about that because you don't see it on the media. Actually, that brings me to an interesting um, idea we can unbox here: Is protesting an effective form of political activism in other words Absolutely. does it actually achieve anything absolutely look what happened with uh new york and the uh, amazon deal i don't remember there being any protests for that oh they, there was there were protests really yeah there really? was protests yeah, didn't yeah, you just don't hear well they, they had it like it's more of a local thing because yeah. it's not like a national issue but you could see what aoc was doing too she was leading that stuff it absolutely works when you have people protest enough they'll make change hmm. maybe it depends on the protest because like think of the women's march what has that changed well they can say hey we have people mobilizing and whatnot like people protest all the time like you'd be surprised like look at unions and that actually works a go over to like the uh 
whoever owns the company's house and they'll get megaphones out on his front lawn or whatever around the street. Mm. Like, and those, like, picket, like, those protests actually work. I've, I've seen them before. Yeah, I tend to agree like, those work. But I'm saying in, like, terms of politics, like, a gun march. Well, that's absolutely political. Oh, no, those things work. That got him to, like, they've, they've started to go and change their tune a little bit over there. Like, mm. I mean, he's going to try to still do it because he has his heart set on it, but he knows what's what's going to happen. That's basically what the protest is. It's saying, hey, we see what you're doing over here. You do this. You're not getting elected again. Well, because, like, we had that gun march here recently that we were at, and as much as that was fun and all that, like, what did that change? Well, well see, it's, like, ultra-local protests. It's really more like more virtue signaling than anything. Yeah. Like when you get ultra local. But like when you have enough people, like and see they protest so often at Penn State, it's you know more of just like the fun of going to a protest than the actual like protest itself. Mm. I did have fun. Yeah, I did have fun. Oh yeah, like it. Yeah. It, it's a good way to go and be seen. People get on the newspaper for it like yeah that's true yeah i think that's also the, the effective part is you bring attention to issues or ideas you know when local media picks up or larger media uh i'm, I'm just trying to play devil's advocate here because i honestly don't have an answer to this i think question. i think the subject matter uh also determines that yeah. as well because like and and how you protest that that, yes. that definitely uh that definitely matters too like the occupy wall street if all you're doing is just what taping dollar bills to your mouth and hanging out on oh. a freaking lawn like no you're stupid stop it but oh, no, i think it absolutely was effective it just I wasn't, mean, it wasn't uh, i i know because the people were talking about it and that that was what well, they were talking about it but nothing got nothing got rocks. fucking done well they didn't have a direction that's the problem yeah that's what i'm saying that, that is that that is exactly what i was saying now like there wasn't a direction like people were just doing stupid shit on the fucking on the the street uh in front of wall street and you know these fucking these uh, these corporate fat cats were like oh ain't that some shit and walked right past them yeah and did exactly what they were doing like yeah. it, it's it's like no you you gotta there, there's got to be a purpose there's got to be a legitimate purpose to why you're protesting and then the delivery of that particular protest has to you know make sense too like yeah, because, like, the Arab Spring, for instance, those were massive protests, and they, you know, took the leaders out of office, like, mm -hmm. in Egypt. Yeah. You know, there, uh, there definitely are some very effective protests. I just also sometimes wonder if it's more, I don't know, this might sound stupid, but maybe the reaction to the protests is what, like, I mean, obviously that's the goal, but you know what I mean? Like, you have to create the right reaction. Well, like another thing too, you have to have a good leader for the protests. Like, look at what happened in like India with uh, Gandhi. Yeah, you know, Gandhi if, knew if they had, shit. What if they had, uh, what you call it? If they had like ketchup over there during the protest, do you think that they would have like got independence any sooner? What? I'm confused. Like you didn't see it with Occupy Wall Street? They had that person going by the name of like ketchup. I have no clue what you're talking about. I have no clue you're talking about. I was on like the it was on like the news. Like I think it was Fox or something interviewed some from the Occupy Wall Street protests, and they were like some like nutball going by the name of Ketchup, and it, like it, you can look this up. It's on YouTube. 
they had the interview, and it, like they just started saying the complete bullshit, and they had no direction, no idea what the hell was actually going. And that basically of Occupy Wall Street, like you have to have a good leader, and that's like that just doesn't happen in the modern day leftist narrative because like another thing they started going to do over there too is that like they had the um, the people at that protest. They were like, if you yeah, had a progressive stack there, so if you're white, you'd get less of a vote than like if you were you know, like a black disabled woman. Mm. So like they just had no sort of leadership, and you need to have leadership in these things because if you have like one person doing something stupid, like you know shooting people or like doing anything that looks bad, like optics matter for these protests. Yes. People will mm-hmm. lose faith in you if you have shitty optics. Yeah. Yeah. So that... yeah, that's that's why Occupy Wall Street failed. Said freaking catch up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's a very yeah. Optics is always key, and I think a good example is actually during the civil rights movement of Martin Luther King, who did a, was a great leader and achieved their goal. One of the and this is what you'll notice is very different from protests then and now is that when uh, the civil rights people protested, they were carrying American flags. American flags. They made it about patriotism, about the country, about living as an American, not as black or white, just living as an American. But when you look at these people that are coming over the border or people that are protesting for immigrants or illegal immigrants, technically, they're always waving Mexican flags, Honduran flags. What the fuck is this shit? It's just supposed to be about America, not about the country you fled. If you want, if you're so proud of Mexico, go the fuck back. Or to be, you know, another parallel is to like Black Lives Matter. You want to talk about shitty optics? They burned down fucking Ferguson. They were looting and, you know, putting car, you know, lighting up cars on fire. That's called shitty optics right there. You know, Martin Luther King didn't do that. It was all about peaceful protest. That's what Gandhi did. That's what Martin Luther King did. And both were successful. Black Lives Matter, it's not been successful in my view. You know, I don't see what they've accomplished except really just tarnished, you know, their reputation, made them look bad. Well, see, what they did is they caused division within the country. Yeah. Because there are some people that will see, like, what happened in, like, Ferguson. They're like, oh, you know, this is fine. And that's basically what these protests are doing now. It's not so much about you know, getting a goal accomplished, it's more or less just drumming up support for Democrats and causing opposition to Republicans. And it's doing the, the exact opposite, too, because, you know, if you had your business destroyed, that's going to make you never want to help these people. Yeah. So it's like a double-edged sword that we got over here. Yeah. I mean, I look at, I look at like, what, what Candace Owens is doing with, like, Blexit yeah. and stuff like that. I think that's great. I yeah. You're trying to, like... Because, re- I mean, really, she's trying to work uh, to try to open some eyes in the African-American community. And, like, and it's it's fantastic. I mean, and you could say that's kind of like a protest. Like, look, oh, yeah. Protesting. It's a movement. Right. Um, and I, it's it's been effective. Like, she's she has turned to, like, look, we've seen... Black support for Trump has doubled. Yeah, uh, but but I mean, I just have this fucking pet peeve African American. Like it just pisses me wait, off. Wait, wait, hold on. Wait, hold it back. What'd you say? You cut out for a bit there. 
Uh, like, I just hate this term African-American when you really mean to go and say black because by that logic, you know, guess who's the most successful African-American <laughs> in the United States right now? Elon Musk. Yeah, yep. yeah he's not black. Okay, but, he's... but to be fair, yeah. that's like an exception to the well, rule. We're, we're trying to establish know, conversation here not get like into specifics. Just, right? just, just say they're black like, like ugh. I know, but I, I don't care with Wait. either term. I, the one term that triggers me is people of color you know they're not black so. they're not african American. they're people of color i'm like like you're trying to band everybody like like it isn't white together like look come on yeah stop yeah but what were you saying your continue point i think or, or yeah no I, I like we've we've seen i uh, like especially like like with candace owens we've seen this like like Turning Point had this thing in the White House where you had a whole bunch of African Americans wearing that MAGA hat, right? Yeah. Look, there that's a that's some good optics right there. Like, no, but I mean, it's like the 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 democratic platform is not good for African Americans. Yeah. Sorry. It's not. Doesn't it's not. help them. What you're gonna like, 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 look, look, everything that uh, that for for you know them calling Trump a racist, it sure doesn't look like that to me. Like African American unemployment's been down, like pretty much actually every every demographic has gone down as far as unemployment. Yeah, and and Charlie Kirk mentioned this, uh, black uh. African American small business ownership has gone up four hundred percent since Trump took office. Wow, that is not peanuts. That is how, and and honestly, like that is how you start shaking things. Yep. If you're if yep. you're an African American and you want to make a, you want to put your stamp on our economy and you want to make a difference, and yet that is start a business. That's how you do it, because yeah. now you have a say. Now you have a legitimate say in the economy, and, and all of that. And and this is what uh, this is kind of what why Obama failed, as far as like the what what he did for the African American community, because you know he he strangled he strangled small business, right? All the the hot keeping the high corporate taxes, all this legislation, you know, you, you you drown out small business, and like you know, sure enough, Trump takes office, slashing bit by bit all these regulations, mm -hmm. knocking down the corporate tax. Mm -hmm. uh, now all of a sudden, you're starting to see it. You're starting to see this. Well, you've you've been seeing it. Correction, but. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, this this is how you this is how you make a stake in the economy. This is how you start changing things. Um, like, and, and you you're talking about these entitlements. It it might give you a cheap cookie and at, to start, but you're paying for it in the long run. Like, dude, uh, as it, it's not, it doesn't. The democratic platform doesn't make sense when it comes to giving people the opportunities that they want and they require and you know and people are starting to see it people really legitimately are starting to see it and you know yeah and i i hear a lot of criticism that you know from a lot of people on the right or even the left will say 
Oh, you guys bitch by identity politics, but that's exactly what you're engaged in. That's, to me, the dumbest thing to say about this because the left has been engaging in identity politics by saying, hey, you're black, you have to be a Democrat. Or, hey, if, you know, all they, they almost have this assumption that all blacks must vote for them or all people that aren't white have to vote for them. That's what identity politics is, is telling you because you're a certain characteristic, you must vote for us. Where Candace Owens is the antithesis to that. She's saying, you don't have to be a Democrat because you're black. That's the opposite of identity politics. Just yeah. pointing out that, hey, they haven't been helping your community a shit ton or at all. They've been told shit to you guys is not identity politics. That's the antithesis of it. Just open your, open your fucking eyes. Like... Look at these people. Look at these people that uh, MSNBC and CNN are glorifying. Look at um, who's the one in California, Maxine Waters. Oh, and look yeah. at um, you know. Look, look at look at San Francisco. How, how's that doing? Like there's there's literally homeless they're people shit shitting. Yeah. Like San Francisco is literally <laughs> a, a shithole. Shit yeah. Right. Um, look, Maxine Waters. Right. Her. The, the 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 place she's representing that place is a total shithole. Yeah. Uh, you looking at all these all these people that are like oh they're representing people and they're making a name for themselves in the national spotlight, but it's not very good optics when the place that you're representing looks like a complete fucking shithole, right? Yeah. Look look just open your eyes see what they're doing it see what they're not doing correction and and where they're serving now try to extrapolate that to a whole fucking country yeah and i've noticed um you know a lot of these people will then twist because you know, i was well let me come for purpose with some context for it. first they'll say a lot of us will say that they just see you as votes anybody that's black hispanic whatever, they don't give a shit about you they just see you as votes which i tend to agree with mm-hmm. it's true yeah but then they'll spin it the other way and say well republicans don't see it any different you know they see that votes they're trying to get and while i agree some probably do see it that way there's a bit the, the thing is yeah the thing is republican policies are better for african americans they're better for women they're better for gays and lesbians they're better for hispanics they're better for ev- all Americans across the board. And that's why I'm trying to convert them over. But the Democrats just see it as votes, 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 votes. Why do you think they've been pro-legal immigration? They don't give a shit. They just want more votes and cheap labor for their corporate donors. That's all it is. It's very simple. You know, I people are like, oh, but bro, it's nuanced. It's not that simple. No, it's pretty damn simple here. They see you as votes. They're buying you or importing you in or convincing you that the other side's racist just so they can get votes. It is pretty just black and white as it is, for lack of a better term. I do love seeing the, the Democrats or the liberal base. I do love seeing them attack themselves from within. It's fucking glorious. Yeah, it's like that I girl recently. I love it. Yeah. yeah. What? Huh? The, the Muslim uh, House representative that was making those comments that people were saying were anti-Semitic. Yeah. I thought it was so funny seeing them eat their own now. Mm, that's, it's freaking beautiful. We even see, we see it here on campus. There was a one, the, one sh- the, the, the one chick that we saw on our group me page yeah, was that was like, that. yeah, she got kicked out of the, <laughs> the college Democrats for talking about uh, using condoms instead of like An going abortion. for abortion. Oh, yeah. fucks up their narrative, right? <laughs> 
Yeah, they're eating. You're eating yourself. How many people are you going to attack when you re- before you realize there's nobody left? Like there's no one left. Well, that- that's what happens. Basically, the Democrats are this confederation of everyone who's not, you know, your white Anglo-Saxon Protestant. That's at least what their theory is. But they have like literally, other than like the fact that they're not this. You know, they have very little in common. Like, look at, you know, you get, like, Muslims and Jews and, you know, uh, Hispanics and uh, Blacks. Like, you know, they on the streets, you'll see there's a lot of, like, ethnic conflict between those two. And the Democrats have been trying for years to go and just, like, basically create this hive mind between all of them. And it's starting to go and fall apart at the seams. Mm. It's been happening for a while because they don't don't embrace individualism. They embrace collectivism. But, like... You know, there could be some very different ideas. You know, how can you be pro, you know, women's rights and all this stuff, yet also be dealing with, like, cultures that do not embrace women's white rights at all? Yeah, I guess. You know, yeah. and gay rights, stuff like that. They're just yep. setting themselves up to have problems, and that's what's going to end up happening. I think you're going to see a, a split. And not just that, too. Like, in Germany, you're seeing a split right now because you're getting these, like, uh, you know, the AOC type of Democrats in office. And now the uh, old school Democrats are getting scared for their their ass because we have these like super hardcore left socialists in there. And I think, um, yeah, we have some fun times ahead. The Democrats are imploding, but they want you to go think the Republicans are the ones who are doing bad. Yeah. Yeah, the Democrats are seeing a split between the new socialists and the old moderates, which is interesting. But. At the same time, you remind me of a time last year in Turning Point. I don't know if I've told you the story, Phil. I've told uh, Alex, but I wish I was at that CD meeting because they would have had a hell of a time with me because last time at Turning Point, we were talking about birth control and whether the government should provide it, you know, condoms and whatnot, if it should be just something the government provides through healthcare or something. Mm-hmm. And there were a bunch of sorority girls sitting in front of me uh and <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah so just yeah. setting the table here and when they were talking about like i remember one person was like oh yeah the government should totally pay for it you know birth rates are through the roof and we need to keep the population down and we don't want children being born and them having like a shit childhood and being in the shit world and mm-hmm. i just like when it got silent i just went or you could just keep your pants on and these fucking sorority girls just whipped around. They're like, "Oh no way!" I'm like, let a man tell me this. Ah, no, ah, ah. I, I want to. If I want to be a whore, I should be allowed to be a whore. <laughs> I don't understand why you uh, would attack me like this. What's what's going on? Well, these thoughts were freaking out. I'm just like, holy shit! You people are the most irresponsible fucking people in the world. Like, seriously, and that became my nickname. Was just keep your pants on. Because I had this radical idea of personal responsibility and keeping your fucking dick in your pants and not fucking everything in sight and having kids and having to get an abortion. Why don't you just cut that shit out to begin with? Or, I know it's going to sound even more radical, wear a condom or use Plan B or use the morning after pill. It's not fucking rocket science. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Plan B in the morning after. You know what? Well, here's the thing, too. Like, they they said a falsehood. They said, oh, there's so many many people. You know, that's actually false if you look at the... Look at how many people are in America. It's not nearly that much. You have a bunch of them in the cities, but other than that, yeah. we're like not nearly enough. Like, and that's becoming a problem now. And that's why we're importing immigrants. So it's either you know either we don't have enough people or we have too much people. What is it, Democrats? It's mm-hmm. like the thing with the climate change. I like, go, oh, oh, it's global warming. Oh no, it's uh, global climate change now. Let's go and change that when our idea isn't going according to plan. 
I remember fucking Captain Planet when I was a kid buzzing around with his fucking uh, underpants on his. The power his is yours. He's doing his stupid shit, and then like, you know, that's complete propaganda, by the way. Like, how the hell did that get like, like, you know, public television back then? I have no idea. But you know, he was saying that global warming, global warming, global warming. You're gonna be like a thousand degrees next twenty years. And you know, I'm looking down. It's like one of the coldest winters in recent history. It's okay, like, oh, but that's yeah. very anecdotal. with your powers combined. No, I no, it was Captain it was the coldest winter in the past like a hundred years. Yeah, uh, I know. But when you look at climate, you have to look at trends over multiple years. You can't just look at one year. You can have a fluke year. I mean, the left well, does the same. Having like coldest winters like a, a couple of times. Like it's it's in a cycle. It's not really nah, all that. Crazy. That doesn't make any sense either. Yeah, I... The summers weren't even. The summer wasn't even that bad over here. It was, you know, there's been hotter summers in the 70s. Well, again, I climate change is real. It's just these people hype it up to be like an apocalypse. I, I hope it's real. That'd be great. Because you know what? People are a lot more productive when it's warmer out. There's a lot less steps when it's warmer out, too. No, heat is, you know, heat, like, uh, strokes are very common, and you can die from those. If you look at, the, like, more people die from, like, ice-related injuries than from, like, heat-related injuries in the United States. Significantly. You know what I like? You, you're a lot more productive too, and then plus, the more CO2 in the air, the more efficient plants can be. What? And that's how we think. Sense. No, no, because they use CO2 to convert into yeah, oxygen. Yeah, but if you have too, their, but they if, breathe CO2. Okay, but if you have too much CO2, you create a greenhouse effect, and that's where you get well, no, global warming. You get warming. too much CO2, but you plant more plants, and then your plants do better, and they convert more CO2. It's like their version of air. I don't know the sciences exactly, but. I, 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 I know some of us might disagree with this, but I think Republicans need to stop denying climate change because well, I think it makes them look bad. I'm just saying I think it makes them look bad optics wise. Like it, it's it's bullshit science. And they had to go and change. They did 180 like in the past handful of years. And they're like, oh, it's not global warming. Now it's climate change because no, we you, were you wrong the first time. They, they have to, they should they, they should say, yeah, it, there there is climate change, but. It's not the fucking Apocalypse. crazy hysteria. Yeah, that's what I've been saying. The crazy fucking hysteria that these liberals have been blowing up. Like yeah. a- a- AOC is going, oh, the world's going to end in like 12 years if we don't do something about it. Like, get the fuck out of here. Nobody's <laughs> going to do it. It's like, okay. No, if you're really serious, you'd see, you'd try to take. Uh, you would try to attack the overpopulation in this fucking country. Get the fuck out of here. Okay. But this country isn't even overpopulated. It's underpopulated. We have huge swaths of land out in, like, Nevada. We are past our... Well, I mean, <laughs> we're past our carrying capacity. Yes. We are past our carrying capacity. Uh, no, Phil's you got a great rant on this. Phil's got a great rant We are, okay, uh, so... Dude, look, at, look at Europe. Look how, look how dense that is. Look at New York City. Look how dense that is, and look how dense the average place is in there. America. We are one of yeah, the least densely populated countries in the world. Right. No, no. As far as our country goes, you're right. However, we've got like 20 million fucking people in Beijing and <laughs> Shanghai oh, well, and Calcutta and Delhi or wait a minute, Mumbai. Yeah. Mumbai, uh, yeah. Like th- th- this is this is well, crazy. Tokyo. Tokyo's up the ass with people. Like, <laughs> yo, actually, Japan needs some more people because their social security is getting fucked right now because they're not having enough kids. Oh, by the way, here I, I let, 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 let's let's change the subject because I I, 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 I want to let you know I watched a video today. Uh-huh. 
and it was about it was about Sweden, right? It was about oh, Sweden, right? Mm. And and you know how you know how uh, that that fucking nut job Bernie Sanders was like, you know, when I see what's going on in Sweden, uh, I look and I think there's some good ideas with Sweden. And we should adopt it. Basically, he was trying to say we should be a socialist, a democratic socialist like Sweden. But the reality is Sweden isn't even a socialist. Oh, yeah. It's Same not even a dev- it's not even a fucking democratic socialist like these dipshits are talking about over here. And I'll, I'll do you one better. They've got a lot of Republican ideas going on over there. Right. They've privatized. They've privatized Social Security. They've. They got they got school vouchers where you could pick where you want to go to school. That sounds like a Republican idea to me, mm. right? You know, because you're trying to, because because like, and and I love that idea. I love the school voucher idea, by the way, because some of these teachers are just straight up shit. And if you and if you go like you get to pick your own school, you're gonna you're gonna pick the school where the teachers actually give a shit. Now you now the some of these other teachers. Are in these shitty schools are going to get fired. They're going to be their feet are going to go to the fire, right? Mm. And it's going to promote competition, and th- and that's going to force these schools to get better. And the education's going to go up, and that's how that's how you got to do it. Like you have to make it, you have to make business and education and medical. You have to make it organically competitive. Mm. That's how you. That's how you up the quality of pretty much everything. Like when you manufacture, when you manufacture like like a rent, like like when you rent an apartments or something like that. Oh, we're we're putting a price ceiling up to this amount. So what what you're doing is you're basically you're lowering the quality of the apartments and you're uh, and you're losing the availability, right? That's it's pretty, it's pretty much what you're doing. You have to let these things happen organically. And uh, yeah, so what I'm trying to say, basically in a nutshell, is uh, these Democrats don't know what the fuck they're talking about when they're talking about Sweden. That's all I'm mm, saying. Yeah, I agree. Well, there's a lot of interesting things with Sweden. It, it also does have some like negative side effects. True. Like they have like a hundred courts, like I think sixty thousand dollars for the base model. Oh hundred. yeah, they have tariffs. Oh, we're we're shitting on we're they shitting on taxes. Don- yeah, they have sh- they're shitting on Donald Trump for fucking how. Oh, we shouldn't be getting into trade war with all these people. Like no, no, look, fucking Sweden's doing that shit, and they they're doing fucking okay right no and and i'm not saying that i agree with the trade war or anything like that but i'm saying but i'm saying well what i'm saying is for all the bullshit that comes out of uh, democrats mouths about uh the horrors that we're going through or some of the republican ideas guess what all that shit is happening in other countries and it's become more successful right so that's pretty much what i'm saying tariffs are yeah tariffs are like kind of a mixed bag because on the one hand like we have tariffs with certain things mm-hmm. like that's why that's yeah. why our trucks in america are like absolutely shit reliability mm-hmm. that's because of the fucking chicken tax and if we had like competition it might not be so bad and i agree that like i think we should go and get rid of that particular tariff but there's other times where it couldn't work it's a really like delicate thing when you deal with that well but, it's, like, it's more of a tool for 
Uh, it's a negotiating tool. Yeah, a negotiating, it's a negotiating tool. tool. And Trump used it very effectively. But then you have these, you know, con- you these quote unquote conservatives like Ben Shapiro that pray to capitalism as a religion. I got, and I always have to remind these people that capitalism is a tool too. It's a system. It's the best system we got, but it's not perfect. And sometimes you got to do stuff that may not be inherently capitalistic to get a better result. I'm, I'm a very pragmatic, yeah. I guess you could say utilitarian, I, where I, whatever works best, I go with. I don't care if it's left, right, capitalist, socialist. I don't give a shit. It's going to make our lives better. It's going to work better. Yeah. I'm going to use it. So so, so this, is a, this, is kind of, this is kind of my opinion on the whole thing. So... Full capitalism is unattainable. Yeah. It's unattainable. Libertarians out there, you hearing that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, full full communism yeah. is unattainable, right? So we have this scale, right? We have this scale, and we're trying to meet somewhere in the middle. But we've we as we've seen in world history, right, the closer you get to a capitalist— right environment the more successful that a country is right that that like sweden right back in the 80s there's some shit they were totally they were you know they were uh they were the democratic socialists but they started running out of money for social security that well their form of social security uh, the schools and the healthcare were all like uh, were were all sort of government run, and they as soon as they started privatizing all of that shit, wow, their fucking economy started getting a whole lot better. Surprise, surprise, and everything else started getting better. Like people, Democrats, either don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Or they have a vested interest in this whole thing somehow, some way. That's my opinion. Oh, you ran on some good rants after three double shot espressos. Yeah, I, I killed those things, huh? <laughs> I'm waiting for you to go on your Valentine's. They're really tiny. They're the, these these double shot are espressos tiny. are really tiny. It's like a a weird shot glass ish kind of thing. Like it's like actually, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of like a can of the, those small cans of V8. Yeah. Yeah, like let those old people drink. I got to get my V. I got to get my uh, vitamins and minerals in. You my know. grandma drinks those. Yeah. I'm surprised you haven't gone on your Valentine's Day rant yet. Mm. <laughs> He's like, yes. How, how, Thanks how far, for reminding me. How far along are we? Oh, time we're, we're an hour and 40 minutes in and oh, 22% damn. battery left. So oh, let's crack it out. Yeah. Are you sure you want to crank it out? Crank 20, it out. 22% we gotta get of it. This on record. Valentine's Day is the most garbage <laughs> holiday of the year. <laughs> Screw everyone that disagrees with me. Now, uh, um, here's my here's my thing. Um, so you're telling me you need a day out of the whole year where you love somebody more than the other 364 days of the year. I'm just saying like, look, you, you know, you got this, you got this, uh, and you have the like, okay. So then you have, you have the dudes that, you know, that feel compelled that they have to buy girls something. And then you have the girls that look at you all fucked up. Because you didn't buy him anything for Valentine's Day. Like, it, it's, it's like, sorry. Who gives a shit? I could buy you flowers and chocolates 
every day of the fucking year. All you got to do is say something to me. Tell me you want flowers, chocolates. Tell me you want uh, to me to cook you whatever the fuck you want, and I will be happy to do it. But the the idea, like, yeah, and the Valentine's Day is for for shitty people too. Like, oh, oh, it's like, like the, you know what it says to me? It's like, oh, well. Uh, I got you. I got you flowers and candy for February fourteenth. Now I could go back to treating you like shit on February fifteenth. <laughs> yeah. Like that's what, that's kind of what it's telling me, right? <laughs> it's it's like, but I mean, but I mean, I don't know. It's it's like, it's like um. Well, you hate the guys that like will be like, you know, go to the store and they come back with. So flowers. yeah, and, yeah. And, and here's the thing. I went to the supermarket. So I went to the supermarket. <laughs> And this was on Valentine's Day. And, of course, right, you walk in and right away, bam, you see flowers, you see chocolate, and you're like – and I'm and I'm thinking, dude, okay. So I hate Valentine's Day to the fucking core. But if you, if you buy your girlfriend flowers from a supermarket on Valentine's Day, you're a piece of shit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, the, the, what are you going to tell? How are you going to tell? How are you going to explain it? It's like, okay, well, I, uh, I was, I was shopping for some toilet paper and I went and I got a flood guy on. I saw these flowers. They were kind of on sale. They're trying to get rid of them. So I was figuring, ah, what the hell? Here, here, here. Happy Valentine's day, darling. I'm like, no, I, you deserve to get cheated on. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, see, I'm glad we got that in. I actually... Had my first ever Valentine's Day. Yeah, I I heard, I heard. This is a, this is fantastic. See, uh, see now when 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 some of my friends they get it's to experience going. this torture. Hey, I, I I'm all no, I'm, 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 I'm fucking with you, but like, but I'm like, you know, it's 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 cool. Well, it's it, it's cool that you're finally in the you know, in the relationship world. Yeah. Congratulations, by the way. Yeah, people have been asking in the comments, like, what's the status of Mr. Sean's, uh, you know, relationship? And I've been vague recently because that's it, ladies. You're done. You had your chance at Sean, <laughs> and it, and it came and it went, right? And now he's claimed by somebody else, and you only have yourself to blame. Take that. Take that. No, I'm just, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uncle Phil's kidding, guys. I'm but kidding. Except for the part that I am taking now. Is official that I can't believe I'm saying this. What's his name? But What's his name? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. His name is Tyrone. Seriously. <laughs> someone someone is extra fabulous today. <laughs> um, no, but I can't believe I'm going to say this sentence. And I'm saying it on record. So nobody's saying call me bullshit. And you're this, putting it on the, the, the whole YouTube verse here. So let's go. Let's do this. Actually, every other platform that you know this YouTube, program's available um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, yeah. Android Podcasts. We 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 should, we're on everything. We, yeah, we pretty much, pretty much. We're we're, yeah. we're kind of kind semi of a big sort deal. of. We're semi sort of important now. This is <laughs> nice. <laughs> but yeah, I can't believe I'm gonna say this sentence. But I, Sean, have a girlfriend. Holy God! Holy God! Satan must be. Frozen stiff right now. <laughs> Holy God. No, that's it. It's over. Yeah, everything's over now, like my wallet. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm that's kidding. A, that's the first thing. I'm kidding. 
It's just uh, locker room banter. What was that? I said we just went through Valentine's Day. I understand. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, you got some. I hate, I hate to be. You know what? Uh, another thing. Uh, I hate the douchebags that dump their <laughs> that dump their girlfriend before the holiday season. And then hook back up with them after Valentine's Day. Like, oh, we're gonna. Uh, I gotta. I gotta. I gotta stay single in those holiday seasons so I don't have to buy her shit. Yeah. And now, oh well, you know, now I get to. Now I get to February fifteenth rolls around. Yeah, I get to hook up with her again. This is great. <laughs> yeah, guys can be dicks. Like, I'm not gonna Dude, lie. Yeah, I mean, like, we there's got some, some douchebags out there. Out there. Yeah, it's like. You know that that they're only that tells you that that guy's only in it for the gang weight. Like honestly, that's all they give a shit about the personal pleasure they get from it. They're not really there to form a relationship or to have a sort of you know somebody that they give a shit about. It's just all about. We me always me, have me, that me, one me. person like I'm tired of spending my money on this girl. <laughs> God damn it! Oh God. Every goddamn day. It's something. <laughs> damn. You know, she wants food. She wants water. I mean, Jesus Christ. What a whore. How, how much more else do you want? Yeah. Well, see, like, those, those restaurants and those, like, flower companies, they go and jack up that shit on Valentine's yeah. Day. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, they do it a day afterwards. It's all dirt cheap. See, that's, that's a smart person. Well, they had a fucking menu at the uh, Allen Street Grill. Yeah, now everybody knows where I went. Uh, well, I think they go to Penn State, so, I mean. Yeah, I know. No, I'm saying they know what restaurant I went, so they can, like, call me out in the comments and go, you didn't take her to a nice place. You know, they're going to say shit like that. But the place that I went to, uh, the Allen Street Grill, they had the regular menu, which had the s- same prices, but they had a Valentine's Day menu. And we, Ooh, it was the f- that's what she ordered. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was so funny because we both opened the menu. I'm like, oh, Valentine's Day menu. And she goes, $45? And I'm, like, I'm like, wait, everything's above 40 bucks so on here. Will- and we both at the same time went, fuck that shit. So I will attest that 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 the uh, girl that has taken you uh, was super cool. Cause like, yeah. dude, yeah, I, you, you, she you know wanted to pay I, for it. You know how many times I take a girl out and she orders the most expensive fucking thing on the <laughs> menu? Like, oh, what? Yeah. Oh my god, what's the mess? Oh, this this uh, filet mignon looks good. Like, oh yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh well, oh, I'll have the oh um. Uh, for to drink, I'll have the uh, bottle of Cristal. Yeah. Like the whole bottle of Cristal just for me. Maybe another one, you know. You know, like, oh, my God. Yeah. No, she was no, very but, nice. But I, mean, but, I mean, it's not like I don't want to, but, like, you really, like, <laughs> you're you're working it. You're working it. Like, really? Like, no. I, I mean, I don't know. If you're happy, great. But, you know, me personally, I'm like, dude, you don't need Valentine's Day. To be happy with the one yeah. you love, you know. Yeah, I agree. I that's the one. Like the the whole you know holidays been morphed into about commercialism. It's just an excuse for companies to make more money, and I understand why it exists and all that. But at the same time, as you know, just you know, as a guy or a girl, you should not be like, oh, I have to be nice to him or her on this day, or oh, I have to. You know, be generous on Tim or her in this state. Now you should be like that on you know through your entire life. You know, you shouldn't have to. You shouldn't need a day dedicated to do that on the fucking calendar. You know. 
Now, see, like, you know, my girlfriend, she was awesome. We, we like, got, we got presents beforehand, and then, like, I just took her out to eat the day after, and I saved a shit ton of money. Yeah. I even joked with her about that when we were, you know, after the yep, meeting. Yep. I was like, hey, can we do that <laughs> next time? <laughs> well, see, well, see, it's her first, like, you know, Valentine's Day. Oh, you yeah. to be... He, like the girls, like you have to go and show them that you're not gonna like keep them in a closet yeah. and then like yeah. them. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You gotta whatever. try to make it as chill as you possibly can. Oh yeah. Because it's like, look, you're just enjoying each other's time. There's not, don't don't feel pressured. Like, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I gotta do. I gotta roll out all the red stops. Like just yeah. spend to focus the, t the on the time that you have with that particular person well, don't and that's, put that's on. the most important don't yeah. make it this bullshit yeah and we even made it official like a, f a kind of few hours before then on it was on valentine's day in the early morning like 3 a.m we made it fucking official so even going into the dinner like it was official and it was like okay you know like you know see, the, the table was set and it, it was a mature you know well, see setting. now you set yourself up for problems in the future because now on top of valentine's yeah. so you're also gonna have your anniversary so it's gonna be like no 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 think about you it no. done it the day after <laughs> made official that would be the real smart thing to do because you can buy everything super cheap you could be like hey hey honey you know how about we just have like a big like you know thing for our anniversary, instead of doing like a big thing on Valentine's Day, she's more likely oh, yeah. to agree to that. You're gonna have to go to five star restaurant. <laughs> Kachink. Yeah. Boom! Yes! Yes! I did it! I did it! I did it! So they can't say shit. Yeah! <laughs> I had to do it at least once. Oh, I had oh. to do it. I had to. Oh no, we're gonna get fucking pulled off of YouTube now. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, fuck it'll it. It'll be it'll be worth it. We'll oh, force God. feed. We'll force feed it to every other platform if they take us down. <laughs> I don't care. No, actually, think about this way. It actually could be a smart thing to have on Valentine's Day because now I don't have two dates where I have to give yeah, her shit. It's true. all the one bundle. One bundle. Of the year. Yeah. Is the one you chose. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, but maybe we'll be smart about it. We'll be like, oh, we can celebrate on the day after, you know? Celebrate <laughs> right, Valentine's right. Day and the anniversary day after. Yeah, good luck with that. I mean, maybe, but we good luck some, with that. We have some women that are just absolutely crazy, too. I just got to be honest. Like, like, uh, he's like, like, he's the perfect guy for me. Shut up, bitch, and get me a goddamn beer out of the fridge. <laughs> and it better be cold, too. I'll punch you in the face. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> See, we're, we're totally compatible for each other. Like, oh, God. Yeah. I, like, it's like, why are you even together at that point? If you're going to be, like, you know, fucking, like, yo, know, trailer trash, or, like, fucking, be, like, beating your woman, be like, come on, God damn it. Get in here, you bitch. Because the sex <laughs> is really amazing. Yeah. Well, see, what I never understood is why women stay with, like, men like that. He, like, beat them up. Yeah. It's, like, like, what are you doing? I, I just can't understand women sometimes. They're just Me like either. because he has access to some of the best drugs out there. Like yeah, yeah where else? Like... Where else are you gonna get some Colombian bam bam? <laughs> yeah, some people just settle for like fucking uh, shit. shit. Yeah, and you were the one telling me to lower my standards. Well, no, there's see, like when you have standards that are unrealistic, hell yeah, you should lower your standards. Dude, but dude. like. Yeah, you're doing pretty good now. I, yeah, I give you, you props you, for that. You got, yeah, you know, 
I don't want to say you got lucky, but like <laughs> I got lucky. <laughs> no, hey, I mean, the, you didn't have to. You really didn't have to lower your standards. You no, know? I really didn't. You didn't. Uh, I, I compromise no, as I always, mean, like on anything, but it's not major hey, compromises. Like the opportunity came, and you struck, and you struck, yeah, and you struck. Yeah, I did surprisingly, Listen, but wanna, that. But I would love. To, I would want to say though that is only thanks to people like Alex. Dick Tear, Phil, and Mikey, who have been my senseis through this whole thing. Sensei. Sex, sex sensei. I was going to yeah. say sex sensei, but I didn't want to derogatorize it. But that yes. Is, uh, sensei, Daniel san. You have to wait for next week for that one. Wax on, wax Yeah. yeah so tune in next week for more. But uh, what happens next? Uh, but yeah, no, honestly, though, you guys, like, I, if I didn't talk to you guys, like, I probably wouldn't be in this situation right now. Oh yes, thank you. Like, see, you know, we're saving people's lives. Like, think about this. He could have been a radical incel. Like, <laughs> no lie, no lie, though. If we, didn't, if we didn't teach him, so you know, we're heroes here. We should get like a medal of honor for like stopping the incel. <laughs> I might get, I might get shit for saying this, but whatever. Uh, I mean, we're already, we're already way past. We're already in the deep end, and we're probably gonna drown anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but seriously, like when when they were well, when I was hanging out with 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 uh, with the girl, the the girl and the Sean. The Sean. Uh, yeah. Uh, I was Not like, Sean, I was like, Sean. is he ever gonna talk to this fucking girl? I mean, <laughs> holy shit balls! Like, are, can you just? interact somewhat and I'm i did like, oh. i did yeah after i no I you know what i basically <laughs> had to to go oh hey so i basically honestly i i felt like i had to facilitate the fucking conversation okay well, that, well that's one of see sir isaac newton predicted this an object in motion will stay in motion and object <laughs> at rest will stay at rest yeah okay that's the problem i, I had, had to, talked yeah. to her before then and i was going to talk to her then but 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 I was waiting for everybody to leave the room, and you were still kind of there. So I was like, no, 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 I'm being, I'm being serious. And so Phil, I was like, okay, I'll start talking to her a bit. I just got one that feels right. Cause Both she's... of you were kind of weird. Uh, like, it was like a weird silence. I'm like, dude, you got you got to break this fucking silence. Man. I know. You're I killing know. me. You're killing me, dude. I, I, I'm rooting for you. I know. But you're, I you're kind you. of like, look, I'm going I almost I fucked it up is what you're saying. Almost. I don't know if I'm going to say that much, but <laughs> it got, it started, the awkward meter started going up a little bit. it's always awkward when you start out, right? Uh, well, uh, yeah, but you don't have to make it any more awkward. I know, yeah, that didn't I didn't mean, because I started kind talking. Of, you kind of started adding to the awkward meter. You started pushing the tilt. I'm like, come on, we got, we got to, we got to work this, dude. I'm, oh I'm, I'm rooting for you, Sean. We got to make this happen. I mean, and, and you two are cool. Like you two get along so well. You got stuff in common. Just fucking talk. Like just yeah. say something. Yeah, I know. Well, I so know. You to go, like the first time, you know, you, you have to go and learn to do it. You can't be really taught, and that, but like you know, it can be guided sometimes, and that's. He was That's my really, guidance. Yeah, like, you know, I wasn't there for you. You know, you kind of waited too long, but you know, at least it happened now. You know? They're like the never. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. matter. You're in. That's all that matters. So, You're in. Who gives a shit about everything else? That's true. It's That's a right. sunk cost. Yeah. Sometimes the late blooming flowers, like, have the be were the most beautiful, you know? That's very deep. Yeah, that that's a beautiful uh, little um uh, me, oh fuck I'm losing my word. It's metaphor. wonderful. It's very peaceful. 
Yeah, it's a very beautiful metaphor. Thank you, Mr. Alex. Yeah, just, you know, have fun. Use, be careful, you know. Don't want any kids just yet. I'm not a Catholic, don't worry. No, you're you're trying you're trying to Well see if you're, you're trying an to get with a girl, Catholic, not with a fucking if, priest. If you're an okay? actual Catholic, keep it, like, really. No, I'm joking. If you're a Catholic you actually believe you actually fucking listen, then you won't have anything to worry about. But half the fucking people out there are these fucking trad cats who will like completely forget the part about not having premarital sex. <laughs> but then include the part of not having God, protection. Yeah. So it makes no fucking sense. Yeah. They already like bastardized that shit. Yeah. Some of these people, I look at them, I'm like, it hurts my brain watching you think. Like that it it's gotten that bad. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's like, come on. Give me something to work with in this conversation. <laughs> All you're doing is spewing this erratic emotional bullshit. Give me something here. Please, I am I am at your mercy. Please, give me something to de to have a, a logical conversation with. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Man, those those double shot espressos have really pumped you up at the end here. We started off kind of like a sympathy, you know, sympathy, just kind of like warming up. Getting into our you slow pushed it. and then boom. You, you pushed the Valentine's Day thing, though. Yeah, because I thought like funny. we went. Yeah, because you knew you knew how I felt about Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah, I know it's you hilarious. Knew, you knew that my trigger was sensitive. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, we need to get that done because, to be honest, I think people enjoy the good conversation. Yeah, they you enjoy know? the funny. They shit enjoy like the that. rants. You know, we like yeah. giving rants. Whatever. You know, hey. Yeah, I agree. Um, we're almost wrapping up at two hours here, but. The last thing I was going to mention in terms of a news story that we'll just touch really quickly yeah. was that Trump uh, signed a spending bill that would give $1.375 billion uh, for wall funding. And this is the key part before the Ann Coulter's of the world start freaking out. He also declared a national emergency, which will allow him to divert $8 billion, not just the $5 billion or the $6 billion, he was asking $8 fucking billion funds from the military construction and other areas to build the wall now the court battle is going to be interesting it'll probably go to the supreme court which will probably be you know it'll probably get okayed through that yeah but this is looking pretty fucking hot my wall boner just got 10 feet taller i didn't need to hear about <laughs> the fucking wall. something about a wall boner. I, did, I didn't need to hear about that yeah, i love the wall as much as the next guy but i don't know if i'd be fucking i'm not See, like yeah i'm, I'm like i'm looking at the delivery and it's like i i wonder uh i wonder if this is the right way to do it it's the only way he can do it at this point i you because because you because you would you will you talk about look sometimes when you take these slippery slopes I don't buy the slippery slope argument because uh, everything's a slippery slope. I don't give a shit about precedent. We need a fucking wall now. Don't give a shit. I'm pretty. I'm pretty. Uh, I know it sounds like oh, but you're supposed to be a principal conservative. But I honestly I don't, don't I, give no, a shit. I, no, don't get me wrong. I, 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 I'm all for the wall. I'm hoping that the wall gets built, and I don't give a shit what anybody else says about how inhumane the fucking wall is or immoral, whatever. It's hurting endangered yeah, species. Yeah, like uh, first off, liberals talking to me about fucking morals—that is like, that is the most asinine thing I've ever heard. Don't don't, don't talk to me about morals. Uh, but I wonder. I do wonder. There, I do honestly wonder. 
uh, about this slippery slope because what else? What else could happen if somebody, uh, God forbid, we get another a Democratic president in office? I wonder. I just wonder what kind of precedent this sets in the event something like mm. that happens. I wonder, too, but the, the situation's so dire. We need a wall now, and we're not going to get it any other way. That I, th This is the only option. And it's fair. And, yeah. and to be honest, yeah, I see it is here. fair to say, um, like, look, we got caravans. Yeah. We got caravans coming over. They're, they're, they're coming over by the heaps. I'm like, look, look. When that many people try to come over the border, it's a fucking invasion. All right. Yeah. I mean, you you can you can say, well, they're not really like invading from an aggressive standpoint and whatever. <laughs> it's like, dude, it's are they coming over here? Are they technically invading? Yeah. 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 You're here. You're not supposed to be. That's, you know. And there are a lot of, of you. Yeah, and there's a lot of you, you know, and um. Some of them are harmful, and some of them are harmful. So they're not sending their best. <laughs> like, look, yeah, I mean, it, you know. But I just, I wonder about the. I do. I just something just doesn't sit as well as I. I, I understand that, you know, this is probably going to be the only option. Yeah, for it happening. But I just, I, I, I get real. Get real sensitive. Nervous. When I hear that. Yeah, yeah, you know. What's your two cents, Alex? Then we're gonna close her out here. Yeah, like I, I do agree with Phil. I think there should be some uh, some method to this that doesn't like. Was it a state of emergency? I, I don't like abuses national of that because that's yeah, yeah, national emergency. I don't know. I don't think it's an actual national emergency, but again, what? I don't know whatever way, like. It's not like there's a difference between this and like Hurricane Sandy or something like, you know, it, it's bad, but it's not like the worst thing in the world. Illegal immigration like, is costing Americans billions of dollars every oh, year. Yeah, like I agree. It should definitely be stopped. But, you know, there should be a way. And I do agree that, that the wall is the way to do it. But I was thinking like, yeah, they should have another method because the left is going to go and use this against us. And like, I keep hearing Nancy Pelosi talk about gun control. Although I think these would be two different yeah. ways. Like it'd be completely different. She would different never get away with that shit. Like even, this it doesn't matter who, like, like the ninth circuit would destroy. Like, no, they'd love that shit. Fucking ninth circuit. No, I, I mean, honestly, the ninth circuit's starting to turn a little conservative. Well, and if, appointing more judges. On huh? The right. The right. Trump is appointing more judges. That's why it's turning. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Look, and, and the Supreme Court uh, once, once, uh, mm. once RBG kills it. Uh, you might <laughs> like, see, I think we should go and have something on like WhitehouseGov where you can like crowdfund it. And then, like, use then he won't need as much money from the federal government. Like, maybe have it like be some sort of like bond where you can go and buy and, that, and then you get your money. Yeah. Like, it'd be like war bonds back in World War II, you maybe. know, be like wall, wall, wall um, bonds. And you'll be, yeah. you'll be paid back later, but, but it would just be a loan. Here's the thing I'm trying to get to is, and I hear this a lot on the right. I was hearing from you, Alex, which is like, there should we should do it this other way. The problem is, there is no other way. This is the cards we're dealt with. We have to do it this way. And that's why I'm just saying I have absolutely zero problem with them doing it. Could it be abused later? Yeah, but honestly, I think precedent is such an overrated thing. 
Like in some cases, like yeah, there is a precedent that gets sent, but you know, like the nuclear option with the Democrats. Yeah. Remember when the when they used yeah. that nuclear option? Boy, didn't didn't that bite them in the ass? Yeah, there's the nuclear option, but it's just other things. I just I think people get a little too overly worried about, and at the same time, like. A national emergency is a very broad definition, and there's actually 31 national emergencies that are happening right now. You know, it's not like this rare... People make it out to be this rare thing. It really isn't. And there is definitely an emergency happening right now because the border is wide open, people are pouring in, and we're not stopping it. It's been this way for years. This is absolutely an emergency. You know, obviously, it's not like a hurricane, but I think that's the problem also is people in their heads... When they visualize national emergency, they think of Hurricane Harvey. They think of natural disasters. That doesn't mean that's the only way you can define it. There's multiple ways. Well, I think that should be the way we define national emergencies. And going forward, like I know it's not being done now, but in the future, I think that would be a good way to deal with that. But. Maybe, yeah. That would be an interesting um, thing to dive into is like what defines a national emergency, but um running out of time to define that unfortunately but i do think that's a valid debate to have a valid discussion is what does this term mean and there's probably some legal definition but you know i at this point i've been so frustrated with uh congressional republicans and congressional democrats i mean i'm actually more frustrated than the republicans because the democrats i know they're not going to support because they don't give a shit they hate trump but the republicans have four fucking years or two years two fucking years and do shit they're like, oh, we'll do tax cuts, and then we'll give you your wall. Bull fucking shit. You didn't do that. You know, you guys just you're lying out your asses, and you didn't want to risk your political uh, skin to get a wall. Kick the shit down the fucking – kick the can down the fucking road. <laughs> it's a shit can, to be honest. So, yeah. And I'm just sick and tired of it where I'm like, I don't give a shit. Just get it built because I know it's not going to happen any other way. You know, I, I, I know that doesn't sound very limited government. Oh, you fucking statist. Oh, you're abusing power. Yeah, I probably would say, I'm not going to lie, I'd probably be hypocritical and say if Obama did this, I'd probably be freaking out. But, you know, it'd be in a different context, not for a wall. But to me, this is dire, and it needs to happen now. And, you know, I'm just sick and tired of Republicans taking their asses. God damn, too long to get anything done. That's my rant for today. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with more Real News.